Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wicked Anime is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other wicked awesome geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wicked Anime Podcast. This is episode 91, and with me today, I am Jonathan, the Stupid Awesome Analyst. With me is the Hard Man with Hard Opinions, Andrew. Hi. And we have the fangirl, Victoria. Hi. And, of course, Evan from the Boston Bachelor Brigade, King Baby Duck of Wicked Anime. What? At this point, at this point, yes, it's very true. Yeah, I think I've been on here quite a lot, so I I feel like I've become an unofficial member of Wicked Anime by this time. Or official, you know. It's yeah. It, it just hasn't been. It's it just hasn't really been unofficial. said. You're just here. Yeah, it, 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 I haven't. I haven't gone through the initiation process yet. There's yeah. a few other tests that I have to go through. I have to watch all of Nietzsche Joe, despite <laughs> what Andrew has told me to do. And you know, you just, I. Yeah, he just keeps yeah. showing up at our door like a like a hungry cat or something. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I think he's right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and I've uh, I've I've been I've donned my long pants today so that Binks does not bite me oh, and scratch me. Yeah. Please do not talk about long pants in this hot weather today. Jeez. Oh yeah. We well we're sitting right next to the AC unit, which is off because, because it would be very loud. It would pick yeah. Up. Well, you should get like a quiet fan, like I do. Like I, I have a fan on right now, and you can't hear it whatsoever. No. Yeah, yeah, my fan downstairs is literally a jet engine. Like it sounds literally like it. Like it used to be attached. Okay, to Okay, fine. A... Shut up. No, it's this big round. Like it's, it sounds <gasps> no. like it, it'll it'll knock a kid over. Like it's, okay, it's, it's a high powered fan. I will show you later, but it'll come up really loud. Yeah, can we do it with Binks? We can try. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen. What do you want to do? I have the brand here. It's called Aloha Breeze. Try to find that brand of fan. It is quiet and it feels so good while you record. <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's actually not even a fan. It's just a portal that goes directly to Hawaii and it just just has the airflow. Are they hotter? Though? Yeah, they are hotter. <laughs> I don't want a portal. It's a breeze. It's an Aloha Breeze. Oh, man. Hey, uh, so I was just—I know we're going to be talking about this later, but I've been going through the the list of all the summer anime stuff, and um, the OVA to Summer uh, Summer Wars to Food Wars that summer vacation thing comes out in six days as of this recording. Like, comes out the same day as the show, so we're going to get the OVA and episode one 
But oh. how are you going to watch the OVA? That's like always exclusive to Japan. I'm Steal it. Yeah, I'm probably. <laughs> Fine. Send me the link when it goes up. Well, it's not like you need subtitles. They're just just watch everybody in bathing suits. Yeah, it's mm. a it's it's a it's a <laughs> pool resort episode. So you literally oh. don't need to know what's going on. All you need to do Oh no, her top came <laughs> off again. Oh. This has <laughs> she is just so careless when it comes to that sort of stuff. Summer yeah. Wars isn't that bad. Ooh, but Sancho uh, Senyu has an OVA coming out. It has three OVAs coming out. That's cool. That's a show that I was watching this season. Oh, Non Non Biori has an OVA coming out. Oh, I know, nice. I know yes. we're all going to be talking about that. Ooh, Kizu, uh, Kizu Monogatari. The, the next Monogatari movie is coming out this uh, in summer. <gasps> so this episode, we are going to be talking about <laughs> the summer season of anime. Which, in case you couldn't tell. Yeah, which <laughs> will be started by the time that we start, or with, by the time that this recording is released. So, all right, you'll be able to jump right into what we're anticipated about in the following episode. You're probably going to hear what we started watching and what we like. Yeah. But for now, it's time to ring the news bell. News. Hey, before we officially start news, I kind of want to talk about something right now that we kind of brushed over the last time, which we were all actually involved in, was uh, we met up with uh, one of our Wicked fans. Yeah, that was awesome. And that was, uh, this was about a month ago now, but but the fact that we didn't talk about it last episode, it was kind of like... What? Yeah, yeah, we realized so, it after we finished recording. We're like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, hey, something interesting <laughs> happened. So um, just to go through really quickly what we actually did, uh, one one of our fans, Sean, uh, who's from Canada, uh, came down when Canada set on fire, Yep. Uh, specifically exactly where he lived, right on top of him. And, uh, and he can neither confirm or deny that he was the cause of the fire. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that makes sound. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. Um... So, Sean met up with us, actually in our hometown. Uh, he stayed in a hotel that was within our hometown, so he was yeah, really... Yeah, right down the street. Yeah, really easily accessible to all of us. We just drove right to him, and then we drove him places. Uh, took him into Boston. He kind of, when he was on his own, kind of went and did his own thing. You know, you go and find and do the touristy stuff, and that's mm-hmm. cool. Uh, kind of have some authentic seafood that they catch right out of the ocean, <laughs> uh, right at Plymouth Rock and whatever. But then we... As Wicked Anime went and brought him into Boston, we're like, well, here's all the specific nerdy places. These are the places that we like to yeah. go to. Here's where Anime Boston is. Yeah, you know, now we saw where Anime Boston is. So whenever he decides to come, he knows exactly where to go and exactly where we're going to be staying. And then he also joined us for a recording, too. Not, a, not an audio recording, but a video. And yeah. hopefully that will come out sometime. The I was not one, right? touching that stuff. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, we found some good stuff. It was some Trying to feed me weird shit. It was gross and I was not going near it. It wasn't gross. I it was still kind of tasted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. It was tasty. It was good. I liked it. it even was... the birds didn't want it. So. That's yeah. true, yeah. But it's, it's even weird to say, you know, that we met up with a fan because he's also kind of a part of the network now, too. He, a little he, bit, yeah. He reads on Friday Night Fan Fiction. He does, yeah. And, uh, and I, I can't remember if they've officially casted him as a part of... Friday Night Fan Fiction yet or not, but, um... Well, that's think, what we said in the video that yeah, we recorded. Yeah, in the video that we recorded, we did say that he is from Friday Night Fan Fiction, so that's pretty sweet. Cool. Moving on up in the world. That's right. Way to go, Sean. To the east side, he finally got a piece of the pie. <laughs> Thank you, Evan. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, so, uh, let's, let's start off in, in news. First off in media news, uh, Evan sent this to me on the way over to this recording, which was Justin Lin, 
who is the director of the Fast and Furious, some of the Fast and Furious movies, and then the also, better ones. Yeah, and then also the new Star Trek movie that was written by Simon Pegg, Star Trek Beyond, that's coming out, has been speculated to take over on the live-action Akira project. And what? I would actually trust him on this one. I I, I would trust him on that too, but that thing's still alive, the Akira project. You know, yes, it is. I'm, I'm not really even sure of that, but I. I think that that's awesome. I think that's a really good opportunity. And I, I know that we have to see Star Trek at least before that happens because that was more fantastical. The Fast and Furious movies, all about cars. Yeah, there's a little fantasy aspect in it in the car stunts, but you can do car stunts in any movie. What I liked about him on the Fast and Furious films is he brought in so much more character development into what he did with that series, especially with what he did before that with Better Luck Tomorrow. He brought what he did greatly with Better Luck Tomorrow into the Fast and Furious realm, and it actually made the series a little bit more smarter than we thought it was going to be. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'd, uh, I'd give him a shot at it. I, who was, who was, was there anybody even set to direct it before him? Like, George Miller was in, was initially brought up to do it, but he turned it down. What? Oh, okay. Well, that would have been exciting. You know, honestly, I think I would have turned it down too because it, it, it would just be too much of an undertaking. Uh, what's his name? Otoma? Otoma? The, the guy who created Akira. I think it was last year when he said that he was working on doing Akira as a new anime project with all six volumes of the manga being covered instead of just the first two like the movie was. Jeez, that's quite the undertaking. Well, think about like all the uh, anime series based on like 80s comics that have come out in the last couple of years. You have uh, Ushio and Tora, Parasite. I mean, Akira is, of course, like one that I feel like should be the next in the line. So, next up in media news, some, okay, so some weird news out of Japan. This is kind of like a light-hearted thing, but also in the darkest way possible. The suicide rate in Japan has gone down. For the longest time, it was above 30,000 people a year in Japan. Jeez. Annually. That's a lot. And that was that only slightly lower than the U.S. So, like, the U.S. also has somewhere around 30,000 suicides a year. But you gotta remember... That the U.S. population is two and a half times the size of Japan. And, right. I mean, like, that's not to put it in, in any decent perspective because 30,000 suicides a year in any way, shape, or form is a bad thing. I mean, suicide is a oh, terrible, yeah. terrible thing. But uh, on the, the silver lining side of it, for 2015, it dropped to 24,000. A decrease in like 1,400 suicides from the previous year. Mm. But even still, that's terrible. <laughs> you know what probably stopped the deaths? Curiosity of VR porn. Okay, <laughs> we're going to talk about that when we get to gaming news. <laughs> I thought we had already talked about that on this show. We did. We Well, we talked about that it was going to be there. But now, spoiler alert for gaming news, Evan got to try it? Yes. Okay, hang on. All right, we'll <laughs> save that. Okay, everybody hold your horses. That just leaves... I like that he got to try it. Yeah, yeah. I think. I'll leave that in anticipation for the audience so that they can keep listening to us. Oh, God. Be the Get last... your popcorn ready, children. <laughs> but it's on the down, and hopefully, you know, fingers crossed, it just gets, keeps getting lower and lower and lower and lower. With that, uh, also, we should cover another tragedy that has been recently happening in... America, but it's linked to Japan. I, I figured that this would be a perfect time to talk about it because 
Shinjuku, the district in Tokyo with the largest LGBT community, they held a memorial service for the shooting or mass shooting in Orlando. Did they really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I read about, about this in the Japan Times. I've seen all of them. So. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I and I thought that was like such an outreach from the other side of the planet mm. for mm. for just I mean globally one nightclub in one state in one of the biggest states in the US was noticed by the entire world reaching all the way to Japan you know it was it was such a horrible thing that happened and I mean there if you've heard like our recordings on Flame On if you followed our our uh, feed on on our, our Facebook page with Victoria's you know, friends who were involved in it. it. It was just such a horrible time that it hits all of us. It was, I didn't see you absolutely. guys hurt anything. I kind of locked myself off from social media for a while. Yeah, well, that's understandable. Yeah, was, I, was, I don't was, blame you, Victoria. It was, was, we, so, were, we were all hit up by so many news people. Like, all of us who were posting about it. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know what you guys said, but um, I lost a good friend of mine. His name was Louis Fielma. And my friend Tony is in the hospital right now. But he's getting better. He's getting a lot better. Um, somehow he survived getting shot, I believe he said four times, uh, all through his back. One, th- I think one went through his back through his arm and like he, he survived. He's fighting to get on Ellen. Like he's... Ellen DeGeneres senpai noticed him. <laughs> she did. Yes. It was amazing. And we're all freaking out about it. But like, it's been, it's been a big deal and yeah, it's been tough. Yeah. But... Same, same here for the nerdy show. The, um, mm-hmm. uh, the flame on crew lost, uh, Drew, who was an old friend and cast member, had he was on Flame On every once in a while, you know, in, in the earlier times, and they found out that they did in fact lose Drew, so it was very yeah. upsetting. Yeah, uh, you should listen to. I'll, I'll link to it the the discussion that they had about the episode because it was such like a positive light, and that was one of, like like the way that they talked about it. It was the day, the morning after, and the idea was fresh in their heads, and they had so much outpouring of emotion and it was it was the way that they handled it was so comforting and and so surprising in the way that you know I, I've been surprised about how this entire situation has has had such a positive light on it despite the fact that it was a horrible tragedy mm-hmm. um, the way that that you know the world has outreached them and including the people in Shinjuku who had their cer- uh, ceremony for them and everything it, it was you know I I finally think that there's going to be some sort of wake-up call or a, you know, a something brought to light from this. And mm. to take any silver lining from a tragedy, I, I feel like that this is going to be turned into something positive for the entirety of the world. So with that, you know, thank you, Japan, for your outreach. Uh, we feel for everybody who was involved in it. Uh, and, and it's really hard to... It's, it's really hard to... Uh, to segue off of this, you know. I think the yeah. only way is like we show solidarity to all those in the LGBT community that were affected by this tragedy. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's nobody deserves it. Nobody, nobody deserves nobody it. Nobody what creed you're from or anything like that. Nobody deserves hatred for anything, you know. So let's, uh, from that, <laughs> Get it's something positive. as hard <laughs> as it will be to move from that Let's move on to something in a lighter note, which is uh, one of the shows that ended 
this season, which was Space Patrol Luluco. I didn't watch the last episode yet. You didn't have you didn't watch the last uh, episode yet, but you know about what happens after the show ended. Yes, which was well, I didn't until you told me. I kept I kept everything away from it, even when you and Evan were discussing it. But then you told me anyway. Well, it's so. not really much of a spoiler because you're going to find out anyways. The, the internet has exploded. Yeah, and it. actually, Gerardo sent me this news ahead of time. I didn't know it was tied into Luluco though. Um, so I had known about it beforehand, but I didn't know they announced it in Luluco. It wasn't even really tied to Luluco in anything. It was an after credit sequence. Right, yeah. Yep. And, you know, the two characters wave at each other. But no, they high-five one another. Oh, they high-five. Yeah. It's like, it's rather, they tag each other in. Like, one tags the other in, like in pro wrestling. Yeah, which we haven't even said what it is yet, which is that uh, Little Witch Academia, the best thing... That has ever come out of Studio Trigger since they started. I don't know. I mean, it's my favorite. They have a lot of stuff com- Like they, everything they make is good. So I mean, agreed. I, I mean, Kisniver is. I love Kisniver. Yeah, like to death. It's amazing. I've only seen the Little Witch one. But Little Witch Academia is getting a TV series. Finally, Yay. it's getting a full TV series. Good. Now, it's so but good. now, if uh, the thing is though, is if Luluco is the one tagging out Little Witch Academia, I'm wondering. I'm, I'm guessing it's just going to be the seven and a half segment. You know, like maybe. So like each each episode of Little Witch is going to be seven but and a half minutes. That's perfectly fine with me because any any Little Witch Academia that you can get is is amazing. Mm-hmm. That that Absolutely. show, you know, that show they could take seven minutes. And do, like, focus on a class. You know, like, they take a class and all the girls do something goofy. Or they could do an entire series to make up another 40-minute movie, which they've already done two of. And that show could be turned into something wonderful. Like, like just an, a third movie, for all we know. But I think that Little Witch Academia is one of my most favorite things that has come out of Studio Trigger. Especially the first movie. The first movie was so good. Um, and the Enchanted Parade was great as yep. well, but I think that the way that I saw it, which was the um, just the download version of it from the Kickstarter that I, that I put into it, because I don't have a lot of money, so I just gave the minimum to be able to see it. I didn't get the Blu-ray cut of it, which went they went back and they put in some more keyframes of animation, and they did a little bit better on the quality. The download version that I got didn't seem as complete, but it was still really cute. You know, for anybody who hasn't seen Little Witch Academia, I think it's still free on YouTube. It's um, actually on Netflix as well. You can watch yeah, it yeah, subbed or you can watch it dubbed. And I got to say, they did an amazing job with the dub for Little Witch Academia. I have not seen the dub yet, and I really want to. They, they got some great people to do it. Stephanie Shea plays the main witch. Oh. So she's got that sort of cuteness to it. But, you know... What I like about Little Witch Academia is that it's one of those anime series that makes, like, a great introduction to those who are trying to get into anime. Like, if you're a fan of Harry Potter, like, Little Witch Academia is, like, a real no-brainer to start watching. Yeah, um, that's how I always describe the show. It's Harry Potter if it was done by a Disney animation studio. It's exactly yeah. what it is. That is yeah. exactly what it is. And so being from both those worlds, yeah. Yeah. I, can I know, that. yeah, exactly. They, it, it's like they that's where they meet in the middle. It's probably why I love it so much. Yeah, it's great. It's it's just the essence of everything that's good about those shows. Um, 
So I'm super excited for that. And I mean, because if Trigger announces that they put something out, I'm excited about it anyways, because I'm super biased. Yeah. And Well, Trigger's you know, awesome. You, you can't deny its awesomeness. Studio Trigger is the, is one of the greatest of all time. As, especially it's, with Lulico. I mean, what made Lulico so awesome was that they went back to their previous titles. You saw them go to, like, the Planet Kill a Kill, the Planet, Lu- the planet Little Witch Academia, Planet Sex, Mock Speed, and Violence. And yeah. Was, yeah, that was weird. No, that was the best episode in all my honest opinion. Really? Oh, I totally thought that the episode with uh, with uh, with Inferno, Inferno, Cop. Inferno Cop when it when Inferno Lula Cop that was great, but I love sex and violence with mock speed, and just them recapturing that magic from that original short in Luluco was just pitch perfect for me. So let's uh, let's move on to some gaming news. And in gaming news, I think that there's something very important that we need to cover, which is. E3 happened. And mm-hmm. Evan was there. Yes, yeah. I was. There was a lot of exciting things that came out of E3. And I actually played some of them because, okay, so the, the first thing that I want to talk about was uh, that friggin' Resident Evil 7 demo. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, like, so everybody, after the complete and utter washout failure of PT and what happened with Silent Hills, everybody is trying to make PT again. Yep. And that's exactly right. what they did with <laughs> Everything Silent Everything is Hills. completely I mean, Or with, um, with Resident Evil. So uh, Resident Evil 7, the demo, is 100% atmospheric. Uh, you, I, you have to wear your headphones. Like, you have to wear your PlayStation headphones or whatever you have. Because uh, the noises that go on within the environment are just so shaking. And it's filled with so many secrets, and I've only found two endings. I've only found two of the endings, but I know there's so many more, and you can. I've only found one of the endings so far. Yeah. Um. Well, I was talking to uh, Dylan of the Wicked Anime Podcast. I was talking to Dylan after he's like, "Did you play the demo?" I was like, "Yeah, I played the demo." And he said, "Did you find the lockpick?" I was like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah. If when you're watching the video, when you find the videotape, and you go uh, and you're playing the videotape, uh, you can find more secrets in the videotape while you're just walking around." And he found a lockpick behind the microwave so there's a microwave in there and in, in between a window and the microwave there's a lock pick and you can unlock one of the doors so i have to go back and do that but um uh. so far i found the back door key the fuse to the upstairs in the attic and that's it what game is this this is the resident evil 7 demo i haven't found the fuse yet oh that's yep. that should be our next wicked anna play victoria playing the, <laughs> the resident evil 7 demo <laughs> We should do that right now. We should go downstairs and we should, we should do that. No, no, don't do it yet. I want to be there in person. Whatever. <laughs> the demo. I love Resident Evil. The Resident Evil Seven. It's going to be a completely different Resident Evil game than it was before. Yeah, and and, uh, and I'm really excited about that because after the failures that were four, five, and six to me. Whoa, 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 whoa! You're calling four a failure? Yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. Even though, oh my god, even though like my favorite. No, see, even though Leon Kennedy is my favorite Resident Evil character because Resident Evil Two was my first Resident Evil. Resident Evil Two will always be the best Resident Evil ever made. Four, five, and six—they completely missed the point. Like, so it's made by Capcom, yes, and it's their game. But they completely missed the point of what Resident Evil even is in the first place. It's a horror survival game with puzzle aspects, not Rudy Tooty gun and shooty game with. There were some good puzzle elements in four. Bull. I call bull. Evan, just so, just for the record, I agree with you. I loved Resident Evil 
uh, four, and I played. Thank it to, you. I played it to one hundred percent completion. Actually, I me got too. The, me I too. I got the Chicago typewriter, and I got the the Italian yeah, suit and everything. No, for me, the action in the game, I was just like, wow, this is not Resident Evil. I don't care. Oh come on, even oh my god, what I still remember like when I first went up against the one with the chainsaw and he cuts Leon Kennedy's head off and I like I had to drop my controller and like like my jaw dropped and I was like, holy shit. I had yeah. never seen a game do that before until I played Resident Evil 4. I don't know. Like they tried to they definitely tried something new with Resident Evil 4, like change the game play style, but they lost me. Like they I was just like, nope, it's not Resident Evil 1, 2, or 3. However, we can all agree that Resident Evil 5 is one of the worst games ever made. <laughs> I've six. never played any of them because no, it was scary, six, I, so. See, 5 they, was okay, they made a but Resident 6, was, 6 was an abomination. <laughs> they 6 made a was an abomination. Six. The other thing, the, I was really disappointed that they did not announce, or not announce, but they didn't say anything about Final Fantasy VII Remake. Because in my opinion, last year's E3 was way better. Yeah, 100% better. Like the announcements, the announcements were astonishing. Yeah, when they announced Final Fantasy VII Remake, I actually cried because I'm one of those Final Fantasy fans. Final Fantasy VII fans, I should say. Um, I'm not a fan of every Final Fantasy game, but um, especially eight. Uh, well, no, <laughs> no, especially ten. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, Titus's laugh. <laughs> but there was Final Fantasy oh. 15, which was the release date of Final Fantasy 15. Um, which is really cool because Final Fantasy 15 looks amazing, uh, but the Final Fantasy 15 VR looks really lazy. I was looking at the Final Fantasy uh, 15 VR and I was like, "Whoa!" Like they spent an afternoon on that game. <laughs> I know I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this, but I don't care. Like how the whole Sony conference started off and they were just like, "Guess what? Kratos is back!" And I was just like, "Wow, that's..." Stupid! You know, yeah. like Kratos is just... I, hey, I was, I was on my feet cheering down oh, in the audience no. when that happened. Andrew and I, Andrew and I, uh, have are the... like the only two people on the planet who think that Kratos is the worst character in not even video game history, media history. Yeah, he... There is no reason why people should love Kratos so much. He's a douchebag. He he wants to seek vengeance for his family, so what does he do? He goes off and he screws all these women. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's, like, like, <laughs> he's like, I'm, I'm gonna avenge my wife and child because I love them so much. You have boobs, I'm gonna have sex with you. Like, it's just like, that doesn't make any sense. He's an incomplete character. That sounds he, really weird. Yeah, and he never, he never redeems himself as a character. Like, from beginning to end, he doesn't learn anything, which is the part of the character creating process, and he never, he never develops as a character because he's a, he, ooh, because he's an idiot. Ooh. Um, Which is why I'm actually excited about this sort of reboot because I feel like that this new one is going to fix all those problems. See, this the I will agree that this God of War game um, does look completely different than any other uh, God of War game, but God of War is still bullshit. <laughs> yeah, David Jaffe, go screw yourself. Yeah. So let's talk about... Wow, some... I've never thought I'd hear that come out of your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so let's talk about the next Resident Evil game, yeah. which is Kojima coming back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and um, not PT, but still Norman Reedus starring uh, Norman Norman Reedus with a weird baby fetus. Um, you know, and then five floating guys over an ocean of dead ocean creatures. Yeah, what was up with what? What was it called? Death Stranding. Death Death Stranding. What? <laughs> like I, I mean like yay Kojima's back and yay he's using that Norman Reedus money yeah do you think that 
uh, he just reskinned all of the mocap that he did with Norman Reedus from PT. Like it's it's all the PT assets just used in a completely different <laughs> different setting. Possibly. I mean that's a possibility, but there's a but odds are it's probably not how it is. But I'm actually kind of excited to see what this one's going to be because he's talking about how this is going to be a different sort of action kind of game, something familiar yet something totally different. Yeah. Um. And the thing is too is the thing with PT and Silent Hills. Obviously, that was going to be a horror game. But the way this trailer was set up, this looks like more of a sci-fi game, which is something that Kojima is very much more familiar with is sci-fi. But right, especially with one of the Enders. Yeah, but I want a horror game. You know, like you know, because oh, with, Silent Hill with Junji Ito. Yeah, oh my gosh, Junji Ito <laughs> and Guillermo del Toro. See, that's how Kojima could really do horror was because he had Guillermo del Toro on his side. Yeah. So, um, Evan, what was your favorite thing that you saw on the floor? Well, honestly, I think the first thing that really came to mind that just wowed me was the demo for Shantae Half-Genie Hero. Really? That's surprising to hear you say that. I, I don't know. Shantae is, is a fun series, but I just never thought that out of everything that you saw at E3, Shantae. Well, I want, well, here's the thing yeah. about me is that when it comes to me giving like best of show titles to, I want to give it to titles that deserve it, but also need an extra boost. And that's why I wanted to mention Shantae first, because I've always felt that Shantae as a series has always been underappreciated. Yeah, I agree. Because I, I looked at the new Shantae game that they have on, you know, the, the Nintendo store. Uh, and I really want it. The it art's looks amazing. like a really yeah. The, I'd buy the, the game just for the art. The art and yeah. the animation and the voice acting is everything is really cute. Everything is really good. It looks like a really fun game. Uh, so I was just like, wow, this looks cool. Like I want it. So I I don't I would agree. Shantae looks great. Everything about Shantae looks great. And if you and honestly, if you haven't yet, please go and get the previous game, Shantae and the Pirate's Curse. Yes. This one, she doesn't have her magical powers like she does in Risky's Revenge because she loses them at the end of that game. But man, that game reminded me of why I fell in love with video games in the first place. But Shantae Half GD Hero took my title for best of show because it showcased what was so great about video games back in the day, but brought it into a whole new light. Uh, anything else? Well, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Oh, that was cool, wasn't it? I... That was amazing. Uh... Oh, like, it was kind of overwhelming to see how big Hyrule's going to be in the main <laughs> game. Like, it, apparently it's eight times the size of Skyrim. Yeah. Eight which... times the size of Skyrim? Yeah, which yep. is like... Skyrim's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like, have people That's going to be the that? only video game you're going to play throughout 2017. See, now what I'm wondering is because there's more uh, RPG elements to this game. There's more RPG elements to this one than any other Zelda game in the past. Are you going to be able to choose to play as either Link or Linkle? Like, yeah, that'd be uh, cool unfortunately, they had only said that Link's only going to be a boy in this one. Ah. But they have already discussed that they're working on a possible next-gen Zelda multiplayer game where people can choose to be Boy Linkle or Girl Link. Or, well, or, or you know what I mean. Boy Linkle or Girl Link. That's... <laughs> well... I, I, I meant to do it the other way around. I mean, it's kind of like Hyrule Warriors, though. I mean, it's that's a multiplayer game, and you can play as Link or Linkle, you know? Yeah. So. 
I want to like a, a Zelda game. I, I mean, I like Link, obviously. I mean, Link being a male protagonist, there's nothing wrong with that. I think that's amazing because I love Link. He's been around forever. But like, just kind of like the cool switch up. It was like, oh, I get to play as a cute girl in, in a Legend of Zelda game. <laughs> I always like playing as cute girls in video games. We know. know. Who doesn't? <laughs> cute killing machines, man. Cute killing machines are great. So, Evan, there is one more thing that we need to ask you about. Okay. And it's something that we discussed on the last episode of the podcast, All which right. was something that you thought that you might be able to try. You weren't sure about it, but yep. you totally did. Yes. You actually even have a uh, um, a text conversation with us being like, I'm going in, I'm in line. Yep. How was the uh, VR porn? <laughs> I don't know if you should ask it like that. I, okay. <laughs> the Nadia America virtual reality experience. Okay. How does yeah. that sound? Yeah, that sounds professional. Okay, so first off, is this a full Oculus Rift experience, or is it just like a Samsung VR gear? Um, this was a Samsung VR gear sort of demo. It was okay. three and a half minutes, and it wasn't like one. It wasn't like a full on actual video of the stuff. Okay. You you. Uh, <laughs> All you right. Said th- so. You said you said three and a half minutes, so I was like, it usually doesn't take people that long. So. <laughs> So it was more of like a, okay, so it was more of like a montage of clips of some of the movies that they have done in the VR setup and what you could kind of experience. And you're standing up while doing it, so, you know, you're kind of not getting a full-on experience of it, of the whole immersiveness, unlike if you were, like, lying down or sitting. Lying down sitting or sitting, in, yeah, which is sitting what most of the videos take place doing. Yeah. I've seen, I've actually watched um, Samsung Gear, uh, like, if you go to Mashable, uh, Mashable has a video of one of their guys doing the VR experience. So that's what I've seen of it. So they have little clips of what it actually looks like. And he actually got to sit down on a bed and experience it. It was just like, it's just a video of him freaking out. Like, Oh, she's like right in my face. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I guess I'm a porn star. Like it's really, <laughs> you guys, you should check out the video. It's Ma- uh, the Mashable video of it. Um, one of my friends, uh, Jessica Villarreal of uh, Machinima, also did that as well, and she said it was a little bit overwhelming. But you know the the, the demo for that they showed at E three, it, it was like three and a half minutes long, and about half of it was the porny stuff, and then the other half was um, working towards the porny stuff. You know the stupid little, hey, I'm here to give you a massage, blah blah blah, blah blah blah. blah. <laughs> Now this was this was all live action VR, right? It wasn't. Yeah, nothing, it wasn't nothing, a game or anything like no, that. No, 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 no. Although I will say that what they showcased there, it could lead towards that sort of stuff. Oh, Japan will do it first. Oh, uh, yeah, like, like we discussed on the on the last episode, Illusion and all the indie developers straight out of Japan are going to be utilizing VR, and they're, we're going to have Japanese VR games easily. Yeah, it's, it's they, I mean, they've already long. got the suit made, if you ever saw that Rocket News article. Yeah, yes. I, I think, I, didn't I discuss that on our show already? Yes, the you suit? did. Yeah. And uh, I actually have a follow-up strange news story for that, too. Really? At some, yeah, I'll do it first. Anyway, Evan. But, but, uh, all, but, but yeah, you know, all in thoughts. all, it was, it was a cool experience. I mean, it's not full-on 360, it's only 180, because yeah. they figured no human being can turn their head backwards like an owl. <laughs> yeah well yeah if you if you look to the left or the right you can see the edge like of it and you can like just look into a black void if you look oh man <laughs> no they totally should have done a 360 experience where you look behind you and there's the camera crew with the boom mics and stuff like that. <laughs> actually 
actually, but the thing is, is there are 360 experiences. Like if you lay down, if if it's if there's a video of if the video is laying down flat on your back on a bed, you can like look back behind you and do a 360 view. Like so, if if it's just a sitting on a bed or like with you're sitting with your back to the wall, it's just the 180 degree stuff. And then if you lay down flat on your back, usually it's a 360 degree. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh my god. So uh, how was E3 all together? I do. I, I just want to go out on record saying I haven't experienced any of this, and, like, I, have, yeah, and I haven't that. watched any of these. I just yeah. know about it because of of the research that comes with Evan being like, I'm gonna try this. So uh-huh. I I just know oh, oh things, sure, okay? put all the blame on me. Put all the blame on me. <laughs> hey man. Either way, you're both disgusting. And so. shut up. <laughs> I have, I, like I said, I, I haven't experienced any of this. I just know about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That that always, that's me. always the guilt answer, by the way. That, uh, I, 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 I don't know any of I've never done it before. I just heard about it. Wait, wait, it's okay. I didn't do it. But, you know, all in all, it was a good E3 experience. I give it a four out of five because last year's E3 was like the be all to end all best E3 I've ever had. There were a couple of things that I wish I could have gone hands-on with that I didn't, like the new Persona game. Like, the line for Persona 5 was just as long as it was for The Legend of Zelda. You couldn't get in for Persona 5. Wow. Persona does have a pretty dedicated... Yeah, they really do. Keep in mind that it's been almost 13 years since Persona 4 came out. Yeah. Oh, no, that's true. Yeah, yeah. The new Fate game that's coming out, that's part of the new Fate Stay series, Fate Extella. Yeah. Fantastic! Ooh, that sounds like James. Something James can get behind. Was it? Do, oh yes, absolutely. James should get game. behind this oh, one. God. It's very. It, ha, it has <laughs> the Dynasty that? Warriors fight style, so it's like you versus hundreds of different soldiers at the same time. But man, it is so much fun. Oh, oh! Speaking of which, before we move on, what Berserk Konami game or uh, Ko- Koei Tempo game? Yes. Yeah. Like what the heck just happened? What? <laughs> And Berserk will be coming up multiple times on this episode because summer season. But anyway, yeah, that freaking Berserk game looks gorgeous. They didn't oh show gosh. that at E3 though, but yeah, it looks fantastic. Yeah, it got it got announced during E3 or uh, or like not maybe right not after. at E3, but like right during after. the E3 time. Oh my gosh, <laughs> mm. <sighs> game looks beautiful. Yeah, and again, it's another Dynasty Warriors style game. Yeah, it's well, it's, it's, it's Tempo. perfect for him. Yeah, with all that and. Like E3, pervy VR stuff and everything. It's time for some strange news. Woo! Strange news. Yay. Yay. Effects going on in the background. No, we don't have any for strange news. Oh, we don't? No. That's finished the week. Yeah, we're just, uh, we're, we're literally just making noises. Right Sorry, now. guys. It's really hard to know this stuff when everything is post-production. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, one of the things... Anyways. One of the things in Akihabara that happened... In this past recent week, uh, actually had to do with a VR demo. No way! Yeah, Yay. Uh, there was a Japanese virtual VR demo for a porn game. No way! In the in the Akihabara. You can't see me rolling my eyes right now, but I am. Did we? Was it Ubi Bar 3D? Was it Ubi Bar 3D? Thing is just porn. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it is so far. It's just porn. <laughs> so in. In the Akihabara district, they decided to use this venue that was way too small for the anticipation of how many people showed up for this demo. 
There were so many people who showed up for this VR demo that they had to get police to come there to disperse the crowds <laughs> of people that were trying to get in to demo this. Oh Move along, people. I know your penises are excited about this, but come on. We need to be a good crowd and make sure we have plenty of room for the we porn. To, please be a good bunch of otakus. Go see some of the 3D people over there. Go to your local maid cafes. Come on. Get a life. Please, seriously, get a life. <laughs> that was a really good Japanese impression, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh so yeah, there was. They did the same exact thing in Akihabara. People showed up. Complete disaster. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Look at that crowd. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's the whole street. So this I'm actually one... more surprised that it's not all dudes too. There's there's actually girls in this crowd as well who wanted to see this. And that's, one of the things, and that's one of the things about it, too. It seemed like, based on these pictures, it's fully immersive. <laughs> wow. Okay, so in uh, not porn-related news for yes. once, um, the first naked restaurant to open up in Tokyo, <laughs> Japan, uh, is, is happening. Yay. Is that better, Victoria? Yay. Okay. Um, oh, my God. What do you mean? Like... <laughs> The people go naked, or the people working there are naked. Yeah, or... you go naked. So you it... still gotta walk down the street naked. No, <laughs> no, no. I, I think they have like an area where you take off your clothes. Yeah, oh my God. like you, you go there, the undress, and then they give you like cloth to put over your naughty bits, so you're not like completely naked. But I don't know if you can, if you want to be. Well, or... What's the point? Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know exactly. But, well, um, you know, I, I like to think of it as something along the lines of getting everything. All right, so picture this is like the place you're going on your first date. I don't want to picture this place. <laughs> you, get the, you get the awkwardness right off, read off, right off the bat. You get it all out of the system. And then you can actually talk like regular human beings, like right, right afterwards while you're having a nice dinner. I'm just, all I'm going to say, though, is that they already have places like this in the United States. A cl clothing optional restaurants. Yeah, like, nudist colonies. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, like, yeah, it's like restaurants themselves that are clothing optional, you know. I mean, yeah, they might be hippie food, like, you know, and, you know, all that <laughs> rabbit food and, and kale and, and it's organic and stuff. But yeah, clothing optional restaurants do exist here in the States. See, like, I'm trying to think of how Evan's like, oh, yeah, you'll have, like, a good, you just get over the awkwardness and have a meal. I, I don't think I can think of one guy I know that would not be able to just, like, stop staring at the woman across from them that's naked. It's very true. It's boobs right there. Like, you're not going to be eating. You're going to be paying you attention to that. Right. So maybe, like, for the first five minutes, you get that awkwardness out of your system. I don't know. And then I, you can, then slowly your head turns up to that nice, cute face, the one that you asked out on that nice date to, and you can talk like decent human beings. I'm telling you right now, no girl's going to want to go there on their first freaking date. It's not yeah, going to no, happen. You don't know the people I hang out with. I know right. quite a few that would do this as a first date. But, okay, fine. But no one I know. <laughs> see, though, like, I I do figure drawing because of the art thing. Yeah, I could see a bunch of art people go in there and, and draw. So, like, like, so I know when I, my, my brain knows when to separate, oh, this is like nudity in this situation and oh this is nudity in this situation mm -hmm. like right i can like my brain knows how to just automatically separate that so that it's just like oh aroused now oh not aroused you know mm -hmm. it's just it's a switch that i can turn on and off 
Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, because it's, it's you know, all that. Like, I have nude pictures all filled in my computer, and they're all... They're all for art reference. I'm not even joking. Okay. You've now admitted to the world that your computer's full of nude people. Naked people, yes. Yeah. Because, right. I, yeah, for, for art, artistic reference. They actually yes. legitimately gave us thousands of naked people pictures in college so that we could, uh, um, so that we could model. I mean, it makes sense because you need it for model work and stuff like that. Like, that I understand. Yeah. Because they're they, going to sit in a restaurant. They have all those um, people. Because God forbid you're in there and then you see someone you know. Well, like if you saw your boss in there. But uh, well, I mean, they wouldn't be in there being like, "Why are you naked?" I mean, because they would be naked too. Why aren't yeah, you naked? Yeah, but then it's someone you saw that was like, I, I could imagine. Someone I know there. more about you now. Right? I can see, see someone like trying to go and trying to get the nerve to do it, and then being like, "Okay, I can handle this." Let's, let's try it. And then they go, and then they see, like, half their coworkers there naked. <laughs> they would be scarred for life and just leave. Like, no. Well, there is... The reason why this is actually in Strange News is because... Not because they're naked? No. It's, it's, this is not the, not the reason for it. Actually, there is still technically a dress code to this place. And it's, your dress code for this restaurant is your age and your weight. Oh, <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. So you have to. So you, the age restriction is between 18 and 60 years old. So if you are 61, like obviously you can't be below 18 to go. Yeah. But obviously. if you're above 61, no access. And, <laughs> and um, if your body weight is 33 pounds over or under the average body weight of your body mass index. You will. They weigh you at the door. They will say you can't come in, and they will not give you a refund. <laughs> Fuck that place. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's insulting good. as hell. Yeah. Um. I wouldn't go there anyways because the most popular uh, or the tickets that usually go they range anywhere from one hundred and twelve dollars to five hundred and sixty three dollars. Are you fucking shitting me? <laughs> that's the pedophile price. Right there. <laughs> No, everybody's of legal age there. That, that True. pedophiles don't have any interest. Okay, that's just the creepy neighborhood stalker price right there. <laughs> and the one thing that they have there is a men's show. They don't have a women's show there. They have, they have a show where men come out and they do a like a Chippendales routine or something like that. My Places. interest has dwindled. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing that there's like the the weight thing is what throws me off. That like otherwise, I mean, obviously this place I would never ever go to this place. But, yeah. Like how shallow, right? That pisses me off people who have seen me and like no i'm not skinny i am curvy i am happy about it but like what the fuck <laughs> how that, shallow right that's extremely shallow and messed up and like that's a little literally they're weighing you at the door they're like sorry you're not pretty enough to go here get the fuck out is it is essentially what that's saying is it pounds or kilograms um no it 30, doesn't matter they're weighing you at the fucking door 33 pounds 15 kilograms like, as long as you're happy, you're beautiful. You should not be judged. And if they weigh you at the freaking door, that's not fair. That's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think there should just be a line of those people who aren't the right size for them. Just strip and stand in front of the store like, what's up? Well, yeah. if, they, if, if they go open their own restaurant, they would get all the other business. They'd make more business because they probably have better food. 
Never, you, you, never, you never ever trust a skinny chef. I'm just saying. That's a really, really good point. The only problem is, though, is that requires like a lot of grease and fryers, and greasing and frying naked is probably not a good idea. Okay, the chefs should probably be dressed. Yeah. But just saying. Just and saying. perhaps the patrons should maybe wear bibs too. Maybe. Okay. See, I want to open up a bakery at some point that I want to have like. A naked bakery? A naked bakery? No, no. A nakery? No. A bakery! Yes! I wanted, me and Dana actually talked about this in high school, that like if our careers failed, we were going to open up a cosplay cafe. Yeah. Because I think that'd be cool. Like everyone everyone who works there is dressed up in cosplay and like just working in a bakery or like a little cafe. It'd be cute. See, like that kind of thing. Okay, naked? No. Nakery. Nakery. I'm not making a nakery. 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 So, uh, lastly in strange news, I no, I, I got two more. One was uh, the one that Evan actually gave us like last hour. last week, uh, which was uh, Daily Mail had a news on McDonald's Japan is going to be giving away a golden chicken nugget worth 10,000 yen. Approximately thousand bucks. That's right. Yep, I remember that. A hundred thousand yen. Yeah, hundred thousand yen. What? Oh, a hundred thousand yen. I have ten thousand yen written here. Hundred thousand well, yen. Well, a very so. expensive golden nugget. Yeah. So, but you have to you have to be willing to travel for it. You have to because it's it's like a mystery thing where this quote unquote yellow suited villain leaves clues uh, to find for willing patrons in their boxes of chicken nuggets, and you have to travel around to all. Places in order to get to the golden chicken nuggets. The living statue. <laughs> okay. And there's been a no follow-up story as to whether or not somebody has won. <laughs> or broken their oh. teeth. Yeah, oh, I, <laughs> I, found, I found it. Now what? Yeah. Like, <laughs> however... clues and they're not just going to put it in someone's random meal. Yeah, no, you no. You yeah, have to have, like, a code when you order. It's like a contest, yeah. So, lastly in strange news that I wanted to talk about was... Um, uh, Kazuyoshi Yagunima, who is a key animator, veteran in the industry. He's worked on Akira, which we talked about earlier, and uh, mm-hmm. things like uh, Beck Mongolian Chalk Squad and some Naruto films. He's a key animator all of his life. Key animation is super tough. It's, yeah, key, key animation is for the top dogs. Yeah, it is a, a really high point in the industry. He is talking about some lament. He had, a, he had an article that he released in an interview talking about some lament with today's anime industry. And can you guys guess what he hates about his job now? Uh, Spending two hours drawing an eye. Yes, Evan! Did you, did you peek? No, I read about this article too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so he talks about that drawing an, a today's standard of anime eyes takes as long to draw as it did for them to draw an entire deck in Battleship Yamato. <laughs> anime eyes. Damn. Yeah. So he said that it, like under their budget and everything like that, anime eyes get increasingly complex because it's the most important and iconic part of an anime character, and he hates it. Being an animator is not enough to to learn, earn a living, and he spends most of, most of his time drawing eyes. It's true. If you think about older shows, Ranma or Speed Racer or... Took no time at all. Yeah, it was just cell yeah. shade, just whoop, done. Yeah, and yeah, it's re- that's true, man. I just thought it was so funny that he finally somebody came on there and, and lamented about the most iconic thing about Japanese anime, which you know, it, it's like that. Anybody you ask any normie on the street and say like, "What's anime? 
oh, they got the big eyes, yeah, and their mouths don't match, you know. Yeah. They got the different colored hair, but the first thing is always big yeah. eyes. That was a nice Jersey impersonation, by the way. It was. <laughs> was it really? I don't, was it Jersey or was it? Check out these abs. <laughs> what? Please stop. They got Please the. Stop. They got the crazy hair and the big swords. Yeah. And the boobs. They just go boobity boobity boobed. Goodbye. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> That's the cartoon that the perverts watch, right? Yeah. With the panties. They they got the panties on them. Yeah. These are my friends. Really. What, what is my life? That's right. Just keep telling yourself that and you'll be fine, Victoria. A nakery. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we move on, please. Yeah, it's time to talk about uh, what we're watching. Oh, we made it out of news. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I know. After an hour. After an um, hour. Before, Jonathan, before we talk about what we want to talk about and what we're watching, yeah. um, I've actually have started watching a new show. Which this show is something that uh, Peter Payne posts about all the time from J-List. Uh, he loves this show because it's... Okay, so I've been watching um, Kinero Mosaic, which is a show about homestay, um, but it's a Moe show about homestay. Homestay is when you go to a different country and you live with a family who... Oh, yeah, this is a show about the cute British girls who go to... Who, yeah, who live in Japan because their best friend lives in Japan because the girl who went to her, to England, was Japanese and they made friends even though they couldn't understand each other. The show is disgusting. Disgustingly cute. Like, it is, like, the most absurdly cute show I've ever seen in anime. In anything I've ever watched in anime, it is just amazing how adorable it is, and I feel I should feel ashamed about being an anime fan after watching this. So, I'm continuing to watch it because it's absurdly cute, and it's really funny. A lot of people will uh, will know the meme. Yeah, where she's dressed as a pirate. Show yeah. me the booty. Show me the booty. booty. I need uh, the booty. That's that show. And the girls that they that are in it are all drawn really adorably. It's a Moe blob show. It's filled with tons of awkward English. And because, because one of the characters is British, uh, the Japanese voice actors have to speak entire episodes in English. And it's so funny because there's jokes in the show of them saying, like, oh, that was awkward Japanese, but the whole show is awkward English. You know, then they're like, I'm doing a great job, you know, like, woo, English. All right, so I've added really... it to my Crunchyroll queue. Yeah, <laughs> so you can find it. You, if you if you type in the whole title, uh, title uh, Kinero Mosaic, you won't find it. On Crunchyroll, it's Kinomoza. Uh, Kinmoza, Kinomoza, or Kinmoza, uh, and so you'll find it that way on Crunchyroll. But it's really good. Also, be sure I made this mistake when you play it. If you watch all episodes on Crunchyroll, it automatically starts on season two. Make sure you start it from season one because I made the act the mistake of watching a little bit of the first season episode of season two. All right, yeah. good to know. Um, so, but yes, it's absurdly cute. It's really funny, filled with tons of awkward English. And again, it's a show that's built off of facial expressions. So all the jokes are in the facial expressions and the reactions of what one person says to another. Oh, it's, it's, it's wonderful. It's, it's disgusting. <laughs> what? Wonderful and disgusting. Okay. If I you want... watched it, you would understand. All right. All right. It's more well, of, a, I'm disgusted by myself over how cute the show is and I'm yeah, watching it. Pretty much, yes. And I'm going to continue to watch it. <laughs> well, what I want to talk about, which is not going to be Into the West, but it is an American show. Yeah, based Into the West of, is something else. Based off of a Japanese show is 
Uh, Voltron. Yes! Watch Voltron. Oh, uh, we watched the first episode of Voltron. Yeah, we didn't watch the whole thing. We only watched the first episode. Have you seen which... Voltron yet? I've not watched it yet. I have watched it all. It is so good. That's right. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's amazing. If you so, love Avatar The Last Airbender, Korra, all that stuff, it's the exact same animation. It's not the same team, mm-hmm. and Brian and Mike didn't do this one, but it feels exactly like it. So I would say it's it more then. akin to the fourth season of The Boondocks. Yeah, so <laughs> so the um the dialogue that gets put together in this mm. is so natural and so fulfilling. Like Hunk when, has all the best lines. Yeah, in the, yeah. when you and when but when they talk to each other, you feel like human beings are talking to each other. Like in that first episode when uh when Pidge, Hunk, and Lance are all in the uh the simulator cockpit. Yeah. That whole sequence alone is one of the funniest sequences I've ever seen in any kind of animation I've ever in ever. Because, you know, when it's just like, you know, everything's fine. It's just like, and it starts, like, bumping, and it's just like, it's, she's, she's, she's nodding. She nodded. It's fine. It's, yeah. She nodded. Like, it, like the, through animation, they've created this type of dialogue that doesn't feel like people are speaking lines. It feels like people are speaking to each other. Almost as, yeah. if, almost as if they gave the voice actors a situation, and they just told them, okay, make a scene. Yeah. Instead, yeah, instead really. of, and then they animated over that scene. And another you thing, that kinda, I, and I, that's it was that scene where I was like, it kind of has a Venture Brothers type of vibe when it comes to the yes, dialogue. yeah. Venture Brothers is a very good description. But of here's it. the thing: the jokes. So the the show was TVY seven, uh, which is you know as youthful as you can get while watching a TV show while still having violence in it. It really reminded me of when they rebooted Thundercats, which to me is like, oh, my heart, my soul. Um, <laughs> So uh, that's kind of what this felt like was that reboot of Thundercats and how wonderful it felt to have this newer version of the show that was so awesome. Now it's also this new show is also awesome. And yes. because it's TVY7, the humor is still kind of geared towards kids. But they sneak some things in there. Yeah, but the thing is, so there's there's a fart joke in it, right? So you know how like kids shows, oh, you always have a fart joke, ha ha ha. It was one of the most high class and smartest fart jokes I've ever. Those yeah, are two words I've never heard for the I just, fart joke. I described it as I have not heard a funnier fart joke since Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, like um, it's it was it was brilliantly written, and that's what this whole show is. The whole show is like that immature kiddish humor that it, uh, you know would appeal to little kids, but done in the highest class and smartest, funniest way possible. Mm. It's really amazing. It's different. Add it to my Netflix. Yes. Yes. Watch it. Marathon it like I did. It is so good. At least just uh, like by the next recording, watch the first episode. Okay. Um, because the first episode is like a movie. It's like an hour and fifteen minutes long. Okay. And then the and then all that is their half hour episodes afterwards. I mean, you guys know me. I'll probably marathon in a day. Yeah, which which sucks because it it means you're probably gonna finish it before we do. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but yes. What I do. So uh, and and I just. It is the end of it, uh, the end of it, but I'm not, I'm not going to spoil what happens, but there's a line that's just said that it's just like, well, yeah, now you're the, you know, you're the defenders of the universe. And they're like, wow, defenders of the universe. I like the way that sounds. The original Japanese show is called defenders of the universe, not Voltron. Right. So like, it was like this really cute nod that you're just like, you're the defenders of the universe. And they're like, cool. I like the way that sounds. It's like, ah, Defenders of the universe. It's so cool. Did you you recognize the uh, the the shark fighter in the show, right? Yes. Of course, the only he's starving. Like, yeah, he's so good. he's he practically steals the scene in every single one that he's in. Like, he he's like the best part of the show, in my honest opinion. 
Yeah. Like that scene where the introducer is like, I'm going to get you with one of these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, not if I do this first. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then Hugston back there. Wow, they're really good. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and Alora, uh, dark skin elf chick. I'm yeah. Totally cool with Princess that. Princess Alora. That's, yeah. Do you have a new wife? Right, a new waifu, maybe, but no, yeah. I, 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 all the all the character designs, every single one of the character designs in the show, not surprisingly, is beautiful. Yep. Well, I'm in a bit of mourning over two good spring shows that have just ended, which are Flying Witch and Tanaka Kun is always listless. Like, okay, well, I, I haven't, I haven't seen the. Oh, because oh, and Flying Witch two episodes came out, right? Yes, because it skipped last week. I haven't watched either of them yet, so shut up, don't say anything. I won't say <laughs> anything, but I'm just really sad because these two shows were just superb. Yes, like right now. It is so hard to, like, try to pick a favorite already for 2016. And we're only halfway through the year. Yeah. God help us all. Yeah. (laughs) The wikis this year are going to be amazing. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God, yes. So, uh, we're doing a little things a little out of order this episode, which is weird. I think we got messed up because we had so much news. I don't know. This this is like... You mean so much porn. That's exactly what you mean. Yes. Nakery. Nakery. Ah! Damn it! (laughs) Let's go into the West! <laughs> no, that was only last week. It was only last week's episode. That's not true. No, Big Bad said for a little while. For a little while? No. Okay. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What? We're talking about switching, switching into the Western show today. I didn't know that. Yeah, listen to the last episode. It happened. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so this was a fan-requested um, Into the West. Yes, um, Iceman uh, uh, was messaging us a lot. Are we just uh, going to stop trying to pronounce his name correctly and call him Iceman? Yes, well, because that's what everybody calls him on the Nourishing Network, so we'll call him Iceman. Okay. Uh, he sent us over a bunch of information... Um, but mostly he said, hey, guys, the Nerdy Show Network really glazes over the show a lot, and I'm a huge fan, and I need somebody else's opinion on the show other than me. Um, like, can you help me out? I really want you guys to talk about because I know you have fans of it, which we do. Uh, here we have uh, Evan and Victoria on the same episode. We said next time that happens, we're, we would talk about it, and that's Steven yep. Universe. Yay! Yeah. Now, now, the reason why we need these two to talk about Steven Universe is because I hate Steven Universe. <laughs> So Shun. I don't hate it. Shun. I just don't really like it. Yeah, <laughs> just at all. And, and I'm, I'm just gonna say, like, I don't. I, I understand why people like Steven Universe. I we were, when we were playing Overwatch last yeah. night, I explained this to you. Um, I, I I understand why people like Steven Universe, and I'm not gonna knock people who do like Steven Universe. 
I've watched hours of it, literally, and just the whole time I watched it, I just did not enjoy it. And I did not get, oh, I don't like the characters, I don't like the comedy, I don't like anything about it. It's just, ugh, okay, I get it. Ugh. I remember the first time, like, my friends were like, oh, you should watch this show. I'm like, it looks really weird. What are you talking about? Like, why? And, and I watched... I did my usual marathon thing. I started it. I was like, okay. And it really helps that these are short episodes. Yeah, they're like, like only yeah, like 10 can... minute episodes. Oh, dude, I caught up to all like three seasons in about two days. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, I got hooked really, 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 really fast. I absolutely love it. Like I've cosplayed it twice now. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, I actually told them that. I was like, oh, good. Victoria will love talking about this. She cos- has cosplays and everything. I, I absolutely love it. Like my friends have told me that I'd be Rose. Because of the fact that I am the mom that takes care of everybody else, mm. um, but like it's it's just so good. How do, I don't understand, but like I mean, I'm, okay, I don't like Elfin Lead, so I like <laughs> <laughs> I get I guess that I could be like okay. Elfin Lead is a different league of animation. It's it's disturbing. Different Elfin it's Disturbing as fuck. Uh, but, uh, oh god! See, you can't see the size of the smile on. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Steven Universe. I think it's just amazing. It goes into like all the different issues of different things it's just so it's a cartoon for grown-ups essentially is how it works because like i know it's made for kids but like as you watch it mm-hmm. it's definitely has some like deeper meaning behind episodes that you don't really realize there are there's some aspects of it that kind of get and i know this might turn a lot of people off but they get a little bit social justice worry but they don't do it in a social justice worry kind of way it feels more natural when it mm-hmm. comes to like a lot of like the hidden issues that this series likes to touch on, because these are things that a lot of kids shows, like when this show first started, don't really talk about these days. The fact that there is like a powerhouse strong lesbian couple, like all in of the them? show, no, but like, no, that, but Garnet, Garnet is actually is, two. Okay, two you guys people. don't watch it. Garnet has actually two gems. I did know that. Okay. So, spoiler to anyone who doesn't. So, <laughs> sorry. Garnet is actually Sapphire and Ruby, and it's a couple, and they do not ever split apart, like, they, unless there's, like, a big fight between them or another gem, like, forces them apart. They always stay together, and it's a really strong couple. And it's the fact that it's a, a lesbian couple is, like, in a cartoon that people are actually specifically respecting. a kids cartoon exactly because yes. because the first because the first gay couple in a cartoon was uh, in Mission Hill supposedly um, um, Daphne and Velma were supposed to be a lesbian couple I've heard in Scooby Doo not the sixties cartoon I believe so actually if I remember I heard I don't remember where I heard it but I know I've heard it that sounds like fan theory and it I does sound like a fan f- theory because 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 the thing is back in the 60s and stuff like that they didn't focus on any kind of relationships in cartoons it just wasn't the focus yeah. I don't remember who I heard it from or where I heard it but I know I've heard it somewhere yeah that sounds like I, I've heard it too like don't get I, wrong, I don't I've heard think it too. I don't think it was fan theory from what where I heard it I just it's just what I've heard Garnet has become a very big icon and even like we mentioned, the, the uh, and, shooting and, in Orlando, there was a shrine that was put up, and there actually someone put a big picture of Garnet there too. Hmm. And um, yeah, I've seen every little thing that they put there. There's a Dory balloon, and then there's a Garnet. And, and what like, I, it's just a big deal. I, it's interesting because with the character Garnet, when you're first introduced to Garnet, she seems like this cold and stoic kind of person. She does. 
But then as the series progresses, and especially in the episode where um, when Steven and Connie fuse, that's like the first time you see like Garnet smile. smile. And it's not like this smirk. She's got this big, huge smile on her face. Like, she is excited that Steven... And Pearl's freaking out and everything. And she's just like, enjoy the experience. Like, enjoy it. And Because you can tell she knows that it's love. Yeah. Because, like, anyone who watches Steven Universe knows Steven and Connie are a thing. Like, Stefani is what they've (laughs) actually been. Because when they fuse, that's their name. But, like, it's... I absolutely love the show. I do, too. I'm only one episode behind right now. And I, I, and honestly though, I will say, and this may seem really weird, but I love the addition of Peridot to the series. She's adorable. She's great. I, 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 think, I don't know who does the voice for Peridot, but I was, but in my inter, but after I did my interview with Joe Haley, the creator of that local North Shore comic book, The Underburbs, I told him that like when I hear Peridot, I hear your character, like one of your characters that you created. I picture one of my roommates, his exact old roommates, who's exactly like that. <laughs> like it's literally like that. It's great. Okay. The music in Steven Universe is amazing. The songs in it are just get in your head. They're catchy as hell, and then they just blow up and are popular as hell. And strong. I think it's um. What's Garnet's song? It's stronger than you, right? Yeah. That song again became a huge icon. Okay. Although, yeah, although I will say it, the songs are great, but they still do not compare to the songs that Marceline does in Adventure Time. Very true. Marceline's pretty awesome. Mar- I, 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 I need an album. Too. I need an album of all of Marceline's songs because they are that good. And that was Into the West. And that was yes. Into the West. Okay, we are going to skip over a couple of our regular segments uh, today to bring you a new one, which was fan-requested. This was a fan-requested segment. They thought it was a really cool idea, and we agreed with them. Yeah, Fan Scott from the UK. (laughs) Yeah, our Fan Scott, uh, we have Fan Scott from the UK, also known as Shaded Spriter, said, "Um, you guys need a segment on your show dedicated to waifus. Hey! And husband knows. It Thank doesn't you. matter. And you can have both. It's fine. <laughs> he recommended the name Waifu Watch. And uh, and appropriately, he would like us to start off Waifu Watch by doing Overwatch. All yeah. right. Because and we have been we haven't talked about Overwatch. And we've been talking a ton of Overwatch. Overwatch is hugely popular right now, and every single one of us plays and loves Overwatch. I have yet to play with Evan. Let's start and kick off the uh, the debate, I guess, is who is probably the most popular waifu that has May. come out of? May. May? Yeah, May. I, May I would is, agree. May is the top waifu out of everybody, which is her, which is not my waifu. She's yeah, yeah she's not. not mine either. But nope. I will say that May delivers the best line in the game, which is when she says that Chinese phrase whenever she throws out her ultimate. That's like my favorite thing. Every time I hear it, I go, oh, it's so cute. <laughs> Not to mention the little robot thing on her back. Anyways, it's really cute. Yeah, right. Like when she's on the when she's on the main screen. Uh, like whenever you play Overwatch and you're watching the main screen, and the little robot on her back is just like looking around. Mm-hmm. You're just like, wow, that is amazing. That is like me as an animator, like going in, like looking and studying, like all the little motions and movements that they do. Yeah, just watching the little robot eyes like blink back and forth and paying attention to different things. Same thing with Bastion. Mm-hmm. Like how Bastion has like the bird on his hand and he's like, or and he's like looking at it. And then he, like, looks off to the distance and, like, looks around, like, oh, what's going on? And then he looks back at the bird. Like, it's just so great. I, everything, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Waifu Watch. So, Waifu Watch of Overwatch. Who wants to start? 
I'll say mine. Mine has actually always been... See, when I started, I thought it was like, oh, Tracer, Tracer's the best, you know? Like, Tracer is the face of this show, or this, this game, and she's really well animated. I love watching her on screen, and I do. But she's not my waifu. Surprisingly enough, I did not pick Tracer as my waifu. It's actually Mercy. I... Love Mercy. To it's death. really like, a good choice. She, I'm, I'm going to completely agree with you. Like, yeah. if I have to pick one of the girls, Mercy. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, like, Mercy is probably one of my most favorite characters in the game. She's just fun to watch. And I, the little personality text that they gave her, like, I, I think her emote, the one where she's checking her pulse, and then she and then she just goes, <laughs> whatever. You know, that one's... That's so funny. It's <laughs> true. Like, it's just a it, but that's the thing for all the characters in Overwatch, mm-hmm. that it's the animation, the personality that they gave them. They really put time into every single one of these characters. It makes the game so great and makes you like each character regardless of whether or not you like fighting them on the battlefield. Like, mm-hmm. like me. But yeah, so mine's Mercy. I choose Mercy as, as my waifu. I know my husband does. Okay. McCree. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, that was... I kind of... Uh, McCree is definitely my favorite. I grew up on country music, so I'm slightly And it's Matt Mercer as a voice actor. I know! <laughs> <laughs> so, like, every time I hear the high noon thing, I'm like, I cringe, but it makes me really happy, too. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, the, the cowboy, I, I can't help it. I love my cowboys. Like, I just... The rest of them are, like, weird. <laughs> I mean, Reaper's a ghost. Soldier 76 is just kind of, like, too tough in them. Reaper's kind of a ghost. Yeah, like, he has the other skins. Well, but... well, he's, like, um, he's he's a cybernetic human, like, uh, mm-hmm. like Genji, because uh, Mercy saved him and Genji. Did you did you know that? Um, I didn't know she saved him that way. Yeah, so so Mercy saved Genji, but, I knew she Mer- saved Genji. but Mercy also saved, so, well, so uh, 76, but Reaper back to life as well. Because, like, there's a moment that they have the conversation that she's like, what happened to you? He's like, you tell me, Doc. Yeah. It's like, so what exactly happened there? But Yeah. But, yeah, no, McCree is just, like, yeah. Which is funny to talk about the males of Overwatch because they're also old. You know, like, my my favorite. But Soldier 76 is, like, a Clint Eastwood character, and it's awesome. Well, my favorite favorite male character in in Overwatch is easily Reinhardt. Oh, yeah, no, Reinhardt, me too. But, yeah, no, Reinhardt is great, especially, like, in the comic books. Uh, I haven't read the comic books. Well, issue one of the comic books is, is McCree. Is McCree's okay, comic. where do we I have, get these comic books? Well, we have it. We have I the first. Evan got it for us when he yeah. went to uh, PAX. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, PAX. Yeah, PAX. Yeah, PAX. Yeah, PAX. Um, so, uh, but um, Reinhardt is, a, you know, a 60-year-old man uh, with an overactive imagination. And so, like, in the comic book, he sees all the villains and stuff of this gang that he's going after, and he sees them as, like, lizard men. And he's like, I must vanquish the lizard men. And <laughs> oh, my God. So, uh, he's, uh, he's, like, has this... Still has this childlike hero wonder about him, like, and uh, he's not insane, but he's he has an overactive imagination, which is really funny. Uh, and that's the thing about him; he's really funny. He's a good old man. My favorite one of his phrases is the "get a catchphrase." Like, it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. But like, um, and then uh, all of his little things are adorable. Like his victory pose, and he like breaks his back a little, and he's like, "Oh, yeah, hang on, I'm good." <laughs> like, um, but like, I I love him. He's he's definitely one of my favorite guys there. Again, he's just kind of older, or else I'd probably pick him. But I love when he talks to Diva in the game. He's like, "Can, can I get your autograph?" Oh, it's, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, just you know, this thing. <laughs> it's really cute. There was a, well, what was the conversation when we were playing? We were playing with Big Bad Shadow Man and Jessica. Uh-huh. Uh, there was a conversation that happened, uh, in when we played on that on Japan, uh, where it was like, "Oh, can I get your autograph?" Oh, I was going to ask you the same thing. 
Was it Lucio? That's Lucio. Oh, that was Lucio. She, yeah, she wants to switch with Lucio. Um, there was, in the legendary suits, they say different things. I've learned that. Yes. And uh, the Junebug one that I got from the, the loot box for Diva. I play Diva hardcore all the time. Um, <laughs> but but uh, Diva responded to him that time with when he asked for the autograph. She was saying that she um, she's like after the match right now i have to focus like that was that threw me off because that was brand new but um but yeah no she wants to trade with lucio that she's like i love your new album that yeah that's lucio nice <laughs> interviews your wife with oh everybody say it in tandem like just you you know tracer oh tracer. Yeah, it's absolutely yeah, tracer. Tracer, is tracer is my spirit mine as well yeah tracer is my spirit animal yeah tracer is 100 percent my waifu out of overwatch uh personality is a 10 out of 10 emotes and animation is a 10 out of 10 like all her little small dialogues mm -hmm. are amazing cheers uh, love the cavalry's here see the thing is i learned this from a british person I, I follow a bunch of artists on deviantart and I get, I get their updates and um and they are actually really annoyed by tracer uh because she says cheers love the cavalry's here because cheers means thanks in uh that's that's one of the ways you say thanks you say cheers and so her saying, cheers, love, the cavalry's here, is saying, thanks, love. Like, what? That doesn't make any sense. Like, grammatically, in a British kind of way, that, that line does not make any sense. And yeah. he was even more annoyed that the voice actress of Tracer is actually British. Like, it's not like a voice that they're doing or anything like that. It's a British voice actress who says, cheers, love, and that does not make any sense. Well, as Kyle Bear had told us, he, he get the check clears regardless of whether yeah. or not they have to say. <laughs> yep. <laughs> anyway, but yes, Tracer, I not only do I play Tracer a lot, and um, I do fairly well as Tracer. Uh, she's the most fun to play as. I think that's what makes me connect with her even more. Yeah. Is it's like the fact that I play as her and I'm actually pretty good with her. Um, on top of her personality, her awesome animation, uh, her voice lines, Tracer, 100%. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go. You yeah. too, Evan? I agree as well. I mean, I switch between, when I play, I switch between Tracer and Roadhog. Yes. Because... Is, is Roadhog your husband, though? <laughs> no comment. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not a yes or a no. <laughs> it's incriminating is what it is. It's incriminating, <laughs> yes. But, but yeah, tr uh, Tracer is definitely my waifu. I, I think she's a great character. She's fun. She was the one that... I don't know. I, I think she's got, like, the best personality out of everybody. I think, but everybody has their own unique personality. They do, they do, but th but there's something about Tracer's personality that speaks to me more than well, any of the other they, characters. That's why they made her the face of the game. Mm -hmm. Because they knew, Blizzard knew that they struck gold with Tracer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They guaranteed. They, they were like, this is the face of, of Overwatch. Because everything, I have a Tracer t-shirt. Did you know that? No. That I'm surprised. I, yeah, I have a Tracer t-shirt. And Where'd so you get it? I, hot Topic. Oh, really? they have a Reaper one at, for twenty five bucks, and that was our first uh, first that, uh, segment of Waifu Watch. First official Waifu Watch. Thank you very much, Scott. We will continue that. But if you one hundred percent out of the way right now, you guys send us what you want to want to hear about Waifu Watch. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, that is going to be. We will do it on our own, but this is going to be up to you guys now. Tell us which series you want to watch. Now, unfortunately, we're not going to be able to have seen all series or all video games or anything that you guys talk about. Listen, a quick oh. trip to Tumblr will 
will find you yeah. no problem. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, I actually so... want to give you guys a good suggestion for a future one. Unfortunately, the game just came out. It's on Steam. You can get it on PC. Valhalla. The Waifu Bartender Simulator Cyberpunk game. What's the shorthand title of that? It's VA something? VA-11-Hall-A. Uh, right here on the show, I'm creating a Waifu Watch list. So every everything that you guys give us for Waifu Watch, I'm going to type into this list and we're going to check them off as we go. So there you go. That is your call. As the fans, you have to email us and give us suggestions for Waifu Watch. It is getting late, so we have to skip a couple of segments that I do have prepared, and we'll save them for next episode. So let's move on to our Tapagachi. Our Tapagachi today, we are discussing the summer season of anime, which has already started if you're listening to it on the release. And I'm gonna count right now how many that I have checked off that I'm going to watch. Where do you get this list? Because I've been trying to find it. Anychart. Anychart.net. 16 animes, but that's including movies and OVAs. Uh, so 16 altogether are the things that I'm looking forward to. This is going to be one solid season of anime. The same way that spring was. Spring was amazing, but now we're getting into summer, which is going to be amazing. That's interesting because I only have like three. So uh, <laughs> let's let's get one of them out of the way real quick. Berserk. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited for Berserk. Yeah. And it looks it's good. Just, it's going into the dark ages, and I'm not prepared, but I am prepared. I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, this is this is the point where Guts gets super badass. See, the like, thing is, and, and Guts is, you know, he's man, he's a Manime character. So uh, Guts is Manime. Uh, we've known this for a long time, and we've uh, Jonathan and I are huge Berserk fans, but I've actually read the manga. Jonathan, I don't know. Have you nope, read any of the nope, manga? I haven't read the manga. Yeah, so um, I'm not caught up on the manga, which is good because that means that I don't have to wait years for one chapter to come out. Yet I still have stuff to catch up on. But I've read a lot of the Dark Age uh, already. And if this anime... The only thing that I hope for the Berserk anime is that it's as violent and as 18+, plus as the movies were. Because it's going to be a TV anime... All that blood and all that gore is going to have to be cut out. Maybe. Unless they work around it somehow. I don't know. Cause I don't think be- so. Because the movies the movies aren't porn, but they're still rated 18+, plus because they're so violent and so grotesque. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I, the sexual stuff they'll probably have to take out, I imagine. But usually when a show like this comes out, they cut a deal. After the movies came out, there's not as much sexual content. It's mostly violence. Yeah. Uh, because it's mostly... Because mostly a lot of people are dead. Uh, it's it's small villages that are living in the Dark Age. And Guts goes to these small villages. Now, the thing that's really cool about this is he's finally going to meet his fairy companion. Yeah. Um, I forget his name. Pip? Yeah, which you saw... You saw him for like three seconds at the end of the last movie. Uh, one of the shows... I, I think that most, most of us are going to be... Super excited for the beginning season two of Food Wars. Yep, I can't wait for Food Wars. Like I'm just utterly astounded. Yeah, that, that like, I had one I, episode of that and was like, nope. <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's if you can get past the etchy stuff. Like yes, the etchy is a huge part of the show, but it's also used for comedy, and that's how you can kind of get past it a little bit. Especially because they don't discriminate. It's all it's both guys and girls in the show. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that like everything happens to everybody. 
And the food porn in that show is just amazing. Oh my god. You feel like you could eat everything right off the screen. And it's not a good thing to watch when it's early in the morning and you haven't eaten breakfast. Yeah. It's showing the Seven Deadly Sins anime. Yeah, season two. That is season two. Yep, there's going to be a season two of Seven Deadly Sins. Hell yes, thank you. Which, on a Crunchyroll poll that they did in Japan, uh, that is number four out of the list of top ten animes on uh, female voters. Female voters said that that was their number four most anticipated show. Didn't even show up on top ten for males. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Because I watched the first season on Netflix. Yeah. And, oh, loved it. Anybody want to guess what the most anticipated show for season for the summer season is going to be? Oh, let me guess. Oh, I don't know. Love Live Sunshine? Yes, it is. The is new, it really? Yeah, the new Love Live is the most anticipated show uh, for the summer season in all of Japan. Did you... How did Funimation get it? They already got it? Yeah, because, um, yeah, Funimation got uh, the second season of, of of Love Live when Crunchyroll got the first season. Well, no, um... NAS Crunchy- America has the home video rights, too, for the first two seasons. Okay, yeah. so here's a thing that's confusing to me. Is one of the animes that's starting is Rampa 3. Now, I watched the first season of Rampa. Where's the where's Rampa 2? Like, there was never an anime release for Rampa 2. It was just a game. There was an OVA. So, it was an OVA? Yeah. If I'm not did, mistaken, they, they did an OVA for the second one. Then when did that come out? Because I didn't see it. And obviously I can't watch start watching Rampa 3. Oh, actually, if, uh, if wait, wait, wait. Actually, no. You, you're actually right. Because Rampa 3 is a prequel to Rampa 2. No, actually, if you see here um, uh, on any chart, you have... Um, Rampa 3, the end of Kibugamine Gakuen. That's the prequel to number two. And then there's Rampa 3. So there's there's two versions of Rampa 3 coming out. Mirai Hen and Zetsubo Hen. Yeah, correct. So they take two different perspectives of the same story. It's going to be weird. Yeah, it's going to be really weird. Uh, so I don't know how I should handle that. And if I need to catch up on what happened in Rampa 2. There's but I, but I, I really liked the first season of Rampa, and so did everybody else. It was kind of a cult hit. Like, everybody found it, and it was cool. Andrew and Evan, you two should be very excited about Hanada-kun coming out. Yes, yes. the prequel to Barakamon. Have you seen Barakamon yet? I've not. We talked about that, right? I'm not, maybe? The one where the guy, the calligraphy artist, lives on an island with all You the never people. sent me the link to it. That's because Funimation had it. Um, and, uh, and there's no... That usually makes me like something more, so... Yeah, so, uh... Um, addiction. <laughs> see, the, but, uh, and they're finally releasing the DVD cut of it. Okay. Yeah. So, when I get my DVD cut of it, we can watch it. Cool. Because it's amazing. Sounds good. Um, well, uh, so, so the, the new season of that is coming out, uh, okay. but it's a prequel. So he's not okay. on the island, it's him in high school. Okay. See, I found one I'm kind of intrigued by. Oh, yeah? Uh, I'm not going to pronounce this right at all. The Tales of... Zestiria the X or the 10th? Oh, it's another Tales then. It looks interesting. And the art looks really pretty. See, that's what that's a, a main draw to a lot of shows that you don't know. You're mm-hmm. like, what is this yeah. show? I have no idea what it is. Well, is the art good? That's that's what mm-hmm. we've always talked about. Like every single time we talk about this, the we art always, looks really pretty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, there's a show, uh, Kono Bichujo is uh, a show based on uh, middle school art club. Yeah, um, I saw, and it's it's the kid in the art club is trying to make the perfect two D waifu. <laughs> That's what it is, and it's uh, it, it's done by feel. 
Who's Feel? Uh, Feel has done a lot of shows that we've really liked in the past. It looks like there might be one that's literally Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> I'm serious. What's that one? Time Travel Shoujo. I don't know. Um, oh, yeah, Time Travel Girl. Yeah, if, if you read it, it literally says, like, it says that she's on a mission to go back in time and meet eight of the most prominent scientists and inventors in history. It's like literally she's gonna, her and her friends are going to go through time and meet these people. That's going to be a it's, short. It's kind of like Bill and Ted. Oh, no, it's not a short. It's no. That one's actually a that one's actually a full half-hour show. Wow. Yeah, I saw that on here. That looked actually pretty cool. But going back to what we were trying to figure out, Field did Dagashi Kashi. They did uh, Outbreak Company. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so these are all, yeah, these are all shows that I've enjoyed. Mm-hmm. They did um, uh, So I Can't Play H. I didn't see that one. Uh, they did Shikabana Hime. I don't think I saw that one either. Uh, <laughs> Honey and Clover 2, Cowdy Ragtime Show. Uh, yeah, all right, now we're just going off the rails here. I'm, I'm, I'm lost now. <laughs> you get the idea. <laughs> they did the in-between animation for Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex. That's where they first got their start. Yep. Okay. Oh, hey. So here's an anime that I'm really excited about. It's called New Game. Uh, and New Game is a slice-of-life comedy about um, a female game-making studio. So this this new uh, 3D visual artist, uh, is, uh, she's a new visual artist for a game, uh, goes and joins this company. I don't, I don't know. That's what it's about. I saw a trailer do it a, a really long time ago. One, it looks really cute. Two, the characters look really funny. Uh, and I love slice-of-life comedies. So it kind of um, sounds like a Shirobako in the gaming industry. Kinda. I don't think it's gonna be as smart as Shirobako. I think this is gonna more focus on the comedy than the actual industry aspect of it. Um, but it does look really good, and the trailer that I saw for it looks really good. Yeah, I'll check that out. The one, uh, a couple spaces above that, I caught my attention because it's, it's the next Studio Bones anime called Mob Psycho 100. From the creator of One Punch Man. Yeah, the art looks like One Punch Man. And the, the second that I saw it, I was like, oh, I know exactly what it is. But it, it has a really interesting aspect to it. It's about this kid who will explode with psychic powers if his emotional capacity reaches 100%, uh, 100% capacity in his own brain. It seems like a superhero show sort of thing, and it's seems pretty cool I, I like everybody loved one punch man so we got to see find out what this guy does next you know yeah anybody gonna watch the anime about the uh boy cheerleading squad no probably not <laughs> here's one that i saw a trailer for the other day um crunchy i believe it was uh, released a trailer for a show called Relife. oh, oh yeah. yeah that one looked interesting Everybody, that's the number one show that everybody's got their eye on. So this guy runs into a salesman of sorts and is just like, hey, you're this guy, right? And he's like, yes. He's like, how would you like to leave your now mundane life, go back to high school and do it all better? And so this guy gets to go back, like, because he messed up his whole life. Like, after high school, he works a job he, at, at, that he hates. He's single. What, and, like, he, he never talked to any of the girls that he really liked in high school. So this weird salesman comes back and is just like, would you like to go back to high school? And I guess he says, must say yes, because the show begins. And it's about him <laughs> returning back to high school, but with all the knowledge that he already knows. So he gets to literally every person every person's dream. So yeah, it's kind of like, like that movie yeah. Peggy Sue Got Married. I no, 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 no. have to take your word for it. Okay. <laughs> 
Um, but but yeah, no. This is seriously something. This is seriously something that I think about every single day. It's just like, all right, well, my life is good. But if only I could go back to high school with all the knowledge I have now and just be the best. So this show is something that really intrigues me, and I really want to check it out. So real life. It does look interesting. Yeah, and it's got. It says. It says it's a, a romance slice of life. So yeah, that bothers me a little bit though, because that's a grown adult and a bunch of high school kids. Well, but he's a high schooler again. It's like he's become a high schooler. It just looks like a high no. Schooler. He's become a, like he gets sent back in time, and and gets to redo his life again. Okay, so that was one thing that I was confused about was because from the thing of it is like, oh, he takes a pill. That means he just turns into a high schooler. Well, it says that he can change his appearance to a seventeen-year-old. Really? Is that what it says? Yeah. Oh, they offered him a drug that can change his appearance to seventeen-year-old and to become the subject and experiment for one year. So, so he so, can just he just goes back to high school so he, in current day high school. Yeah, so he yes. just goes back to high school. Yeah. He doesn't actually go back to his no, high school. No, it's not like that Matthew Perry Zac Efron movie Seventeen again. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> interesting. That's yeah. really interesting. Okay. That changes it. I'm still gonna watch it, but um, but that that's a completely different show than because I saw the trailer in Japanese, so I was just assuming everything. Mm-hmm. That is a huge assumption. Then that is a completely different. So like, is he becoming a 17 year old? Because like if that if there's a romance there, how old is he supposed to be right now? Like 27. 27. That's that's so a, that's 10, a years. 10 year age gap there. That's a keep, awkward. keep in mind that the marriage age over there was sixteen, so it's okay. kind of the norm. I don't know. Maybe. Okay, so try it. Ignore can that. be done. Like it can, can be, be legal. Okay, yeah. but still, it's, it's weird. not as I'm creepy. But it still kind of is. Yeah. Are there any shows that you see on here that you've never heard of, know nothing about, but are still kind of interested in? Yeah. Um, well, that was kind of what I was thinking with uh, uh, Kono uh, Bijutsu and uh, and New Game. Well, New Game I did study. The one um, that but- I saw a trailer for on Crunchyroll was one for... Uh, for uh, I'm going to try to pronounce this. Uh, Amana to Inazuma. Okay. Another kind of cooking sort of show, but more slice of lifey. Yep, it, yeah, I did see that, that it does look slice of lifey, and uh, I can only handle one cooking show at a time, and if it's going to be Food Wars, it's already been chosen for I can't me. believe all the cooking shows that are coming out. Like, all the different cooking shows that are coming out are insane. Oh, oh no, actually, Evan, I have seen a little bit of this one, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to retract my statement. This one actually looks really good. I, because there's more of the emphasis of the guy trying to raise his daughter after he loses his wife, so that's what interests me the most about this one. Yeah. It sounds like it's going to be depressing a little bit, though. Perhaps. I think it's going to focus more on the comedy. Yeah, it's yeah gonna but be, then again... I, I, maybe it's going to be depressing at first, but then it becomes a little bit more lighthearted the more they persevere. Like any Disney movie ever. Yes, yeah. absolutely. It's a friggin' Disney movie. Oh, but, no. They bring in one of his students. I have a feeling it's going to be a teacher-student relationship. Oh, you're talking about the... Sorry, yeah, the, like, father. Uh, but by looking at the art... It doesn't look because and the show's it looks cutesy. Yeah, see, the show doesn't say that there's any kind of romance in it. True. And uh, the the just by looking at the art and how the show is presented, I can't imagine that it's going to go in that direction. Okay. And it is weird to be like, oh, the aesthetic of the show, like the way it looks, makes it seem like yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be that. Okay. I I think it's going to actually be 
um, a comedy slice of life. Because kind of like um, in uh, Barakamon, the show is filled with women and, and guys and mixing cultures and ages and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But there's absolutely zero hints of any kind of romance in the show. Okay. It's literally just a comedy slice of life yep. that, uh, this, uh, that this guy is, has, is, makes friends with this, all the people on the island. Mm-hmm. So it is possible. Yeah. There's a new anime, the one that caught my eye that I know nothing about, is uh, the new stu- Studio Piero Plus, uh, Fukigen no Monokian. Uh, and it's... Puzzles and Dragons. Uh, this, this one here is a show about a guy who joins a shrine to help yokai move on to the next world after, you know, they're wandering the world. And it's supposed to be a comedy. Sounds pretty good. Uh, Studio Piero, they're the ones... They, they do, like, Bleach and stuff like That's that. That's all I've seen. Uh, the there, rest of this list is up for debate. Anybody else looking for anything? But everything there, else... There, there is a new Madhouse uh, anime coming out this season. But I don't know if I'm going to watch it. I, I don't know if it looks interesting enough for me. Because it's, it's like a military fantasy. Yeah, I'm reading it and it kind of bores me. Yeah, exactly. Um, which is unfortunate because Madhouse is my favorite, as everybody knows. But um, I'm waiting for a new Madhouse, you know, movie maybe. There's one here for uh, for satellite studios uh, called uh, Momo Curry, and it's like this. It looks like middle schoolers or something. It looks kind of creepy. It's like it's a romancey one, uh, but this girl uh, may, gets her wish and starts dating the guy she likes. But the guy is like this, like oh, I'm just gonna go with it. That's kind of cool. And the girl is like a creepy stalker psychopath. And it's this weird middle school cutesy kind of art, and um, it's it's it says it's a comedy slice of life, um, but by the description, it doesn't sound like a comedy. They make slice it sound of like life. a yandere. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I might. Oh, I started to like this description on this one, and then it got weird. What is it? Uh, Hatsukoi Monster. When fifteen-year-old, uh, oh jeez, uh, Kaho Nikaido leaves her sheltered home to start a start anew in a Tokyo high school dormitory. The last thing she expects is to nearly get hit by a truck. Saved in the nick of time by a handsome stranger, Kaho falls head over heels for him, and after finally tracking him down, boldly confesses her feelings. Turns out Kaho's mystery savior, Kanade, is the son of Kaho's new landlord. The handsome object of Kaho's affection agrees to go out with her, but her newfound bliss is short-lived when it turns out that her new boyfriend is a fifth grader. Ha! I was like, what? That's that's pretty funny. Like I I, I don't know because like all oh, Studio Dean, so it could be either really cool or it could be really crappy. It's there's oh, nowhere no. in between. Studio Dean. <laughs> I don't have any faith in Studio Dean. Hey hey hey, they were awesome with Konosuba. Yeah, but which is returning in the winter. All right. I was like, this looks cute, and then just no. I, I, it sounds funny. It it does sound like a funny mm-hmm. concept. Yeah. Uh, so, it's kind of like Tom Hanks big. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> so real quick, that was that was the main shows that seemed to be going on. But uh, there's a bunch of OVAs and movies that I, I kind of blurted them out in the beginning of the show a little bit. But there is the new Monogatari movie coming out, which I know we'll probably get that at the uh, the Brattle Theater when it gets released. Because the Brattle Theater plays all the Monogatari films. Mm-hmm. Um, but a, a show that I'm watching this season... Uh, uh, Sancho Senyu is really good. It's a really funny slice of life comedy about three high school girls who make friends and they're all very different from one another. But I guess there's three OVAs being released with a DVD. 
uh, set, and I, I wonder if we're going to be getting them. I really hope we do, because I really like the show. And then, of course, there's the Food Wars OVA. So the Food Wars OVA is coming out one day after the premiere of the first episode. So hopefully we'll get that as well, because I would really like to see the short summer anime. Same here. All right, so let's... Uh, I think it's about time we wrap this up. Should we move on to some fan service? Yeah. Yeah. So, as far as fan service goes, guys, you guys sent us a lot of stuff. So, um, but a lot of it got mentioned in the show. We had um, uh, Gerardo sent us over the Witch Academia stuff, and uh, Mike sent us over the Golden Chicken Nugget. We had a bunch of the new segments and all that cool stuff. So, uh, what are we going to do next? So, next up, we had a toy box. Uh, so Iceman sent us a toy box uh, of this old video that got uh, posted around on Facebook. I don't know if you guys saw this. It's the Fanny F- Flamboyant or something like that doll. Where? What? Yeah. Have you not seen this? I don't it, think so. There's a toy... Re- okay, so he sent us the specific toy review. Uh, it's a Japanese doll that's like a superhero, but it's filled with like a methane gas. <laughs> and and so you uh, so you bet it says her her weapon of choice it's like this a Barbie doll and you and it says weapon of choice flamethrower and so you're like what and so the guy in the review bends it over like this one says bend over and he's like okay and he says and then light a match and then so he lights a match and then a huge fire burst just starts blasting out of her rear end. Because there's, like, a gas stream coming out of the back of it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Link in the description. <laughs> I also know that Scott sent us a an email, and he wanted to weigh in on uh, Robert Rodriguez. Yes, and uh, Battle Angel. And Battle Angel Lita. And he wanted to remind me, which I had completely forgotten that he had done these movies before, El Mariachi. Yes. The, tr- the trilogy of... Uh, well, first uh, it was Mariachi, then it was... Desperado. 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 And then Once Upon and, a Time in Mexico. Yeah, Once Upon a Time in Those Mexico. movies are awesome. Yes, yeah. they are. They're probably actually my favorite Robert Rodriguez films uh, after Sin City. And I I happen to agree, I like the cinematography that he does in there, but I think that the cinematography for the action would work better in a machete sort of like the machete movies if he uses that action choreography with the filmography of the style of desperado for the rest of it it'll be a great film mm. next up oh man do we have a next up i think we covered everything within the show yeah well mike uh sent us another fetish of the week which was supposed to be in this episode but just take way too long so i'll do it on the next episode mike i promise <laughs> they talked about too much porn <laughs> well we always do and it's bakery <laughs> is it <laughs> I'm not going to react anymore. I have a title oh. for this episode already. No! <laughs> Victoria's Naker. No! Own it, Victoria. No. Um, the Nakery uh, specialty is its hot crossed buns. I hate you guys. I hate you guys so much right now. Okay, Scott does have one more for us. He wanted to point out that his favorite part of E3 was Detroit. Oh my gosh, that's right. Detroit was amazing. Like, if there was one thing that I loved about uh, any new IPs that were coming out of E3, it was definitely Detroit. This one does not look like it's going to be Two Souls starring Ellen Page. Yeah, right. that was no, really no. Bad. I, I feel like this is going to be a lot more geared towards what they did with Heavy Rain, which I am all for. And I don't know if you if you saw it, it, when you watch the trailer to Detroit. The, the branching paths are so much wider and vast than Heavy Rain ever was. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 
like they sh- in the trailer they showed the decision tree that they made after you make one decision what how many decisions it will lead to um and it just went poof, like exploded <laughs> out in a cyberpunky manner it was <laughs> and who is uh, like, is it Josh Hutchinson who's the who's I the think it, I think it robot? is really yeah He's, he's the main android in the game. He's like the negotiator. The main male android because there's the main female one as well, too. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm super excited about that. Uh, uh, Quantum Stream makes really cool games except for their incredibly disappointing Two Souls game. The problem with Beyond Two Souls was it was trying to be more of a movie than a video game. Yeah, because no matter what you did, your decisions did not affect anything in the game. Right, absolutely right. And I feel like that this is what they're going to try to do more with Detroit, where there's going to be so many different endings like they did with uh, Heavy Rain. See, but there were only like 20 endings in Heavy Rain. I imagine this Oh, only 20 have... endings in Heavy Rain. <laughs> only 20. Dude, I can almost see Detroit, the way that they presented it, like Detroit could have a possibility of like 100 endings. Yeah. So is that all we have for fan service? I think it is. Um, but I do want to hash out before we get into the shameless plugs that, guys, please, I'm actually really excited about the ideas, uh, idea of you guys sending us uh, Waifu Watch. Um, so I, I believe that Scott sent us a really cool idea. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we talk about waifus so much on the show yeah. that every there, there's so many people on board with it. Like, they understand this aspect of, of being an anime fan and... Uh, you know, we do the whole waifu's not weird and why it's actually very natural for stuff like this to happen, even though we know it's a fake thing. Like, yes, you cannot actually marry your waifu. That's a very dangerous idea, even though it's an aspect that people do actually believe in, um, that we do like to have fun with the idea of waifuism on our show. So please, guys, uh, join in with us and we'll talk about waifus and anime culture with Waifu Watch. Thank you, Scott, for uh, suggesting that idea. Good job. Uh, so, guys, if you want to join the conversation... Send us Waifu Watch. Uh, tell us uh, about uh, ideas that you're excited about for the new season of anime that's coming out as we went through and made this huge list for you guys to choose from of what you can and cannot, or can, I guess, cannot watch, whatever. Uh, tell us what you're going to watch. <laughs> so email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. All one word, wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. You can also find us at facebook.com slash wickedanime where we post news and updates. You can also chat with us there. Send us messages as most of you do. Uh, send us comments. Uh, like, subscribe. Um, hey, you can also like and subscribe on YouTube. Did you know that? <laughs> um, you, If you go to youtube.com slash wickedanimereviews, you can find a, basically the main hub of Wicked Anime where it all started. Uh, where we f- semi-frequently post videos now. We have some in production. Uh, and of course, as we mentioned before, the new snack video with Sean oh of Fan Fiction Friday was going to be awesome. I'm pretty sure I fought you guys with my umbrella. <laughs> I have a lightsaber umbrella. I'm just saying it's pretty cool. Yeah, as we <laughs> put a deep fried crab. Oh, you don't yeah. want to spoil what we actually ate in the, in the snack video. It's, I so, do. it's so exciting. Bleep it out, bleep it out. It's disgusting. It's yeah. Disgusting. <laughs> um, uh, so that'll be coming up on, uh, on the YouTube. And uh, hey, if you're not watching, you can also find the YouTube videos at nerdyshow.com slash wickedanime where you're also maybe listening to this podcast right now if you're not listening to it on soundcloud.com slash wickedanime or iTunes or Audioboom or Google Play that's true Google Play but you know Google Play is good for stuff but maybe not podcast listening because they, they're kind of weird hey we do have a new iTunes review we have a new iTunes review we yeah we have one more and it's a five star rating great source of information on all things anime by Gopher G so they say 
Great way to keep up on my anime news. Short, simple, and we love it all the more. Really? We're a good source of anime news then, apparently. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> we do... I, I agree that we do keep up on shows. That is, like, one thing mm -hmm. that we do do where we weed through a lot of shows. Be like, oh, this was really good to watch. This wasn't so mm -hmm. good to watch. So, you know, it was the same thing with uh, Ice Iceman. Uh, that when we were talking to him over the week, he said that he did give us uh, a five-star review, I think. Yeah, from uh, from Iceland. And, um, and so we can't access that one specifically because iTunes is region locked. Uh, if we find that review, uh, actually, you know what, uh, Iceman, if you want to, send us over exactly what you wrote. Like, take a screenshot of any of the reviews from Iceland and send them to us. Because we can't see it. <laughs> you can also find us on all the different social medias. You can find us at tumblr.com slash wickedanime, uh, where we're mostly reblog re moe things. It's pretty <laughs> funny. And you can find us at Twitter. You can tweet at us at Yo Wicked Anime. We're actually we've had a couple different conversations. I just I, while we were recording the show had a conversation with somebody who asked us, "Hey, what do you think about All You Need Is Kill?" And my response to that is, "I love All You Need Is Kill." This came from uh, Eric. Yes, this came from Eric. He talks to us on our Facebook every once in a while too, but he tweeted at us because he just started following us. Um, and he asked me what do we think about All You Need Is Kill. And I say, I think All You Need Is Kill is really great. From what I've seen, the art in the manga is really cool. And it's really short. It's only two volumes. So if you wanted to read something really short and actually has an ending, uh, check out All You Need Is Kill. Now, I don't know as much about the manga as I do this the Tom Cruise movie, which is based off of All You Need Is Kill. That movie is surprisingly good. Like, I watched it and I was like, wow, I really legitimately enjoyed that. Uh, so that's my extent of knowing it, but uh, as far as I do need to pick up the manga because it's all in one volume now. So, uh, and of course you can find us at Twitch.com/WickedAnnaPlay. Um, and if you don't want to follow us live on Twitch, uh, sometimes we uh, have our highlight views uh, review sh uh, pop up on YouTube. YouTube, yeah. I get to be part of that now. Yeah, right? Yeah, James was awesome and helped me get a PlayStation 4 and Overwatch. So. And some of our fans already know this because yeah. we, pl we were playing Overwatch with Big Bad Shadow Man and Jessica mm -hmm. again. Yeah. It was awesome. What a good hubby. They're always on. And Jessica is a teacher. takes care of me. Yeah, Jessica <laughs> is a teacher. So now she's on summer vacation. So now she's going to be always on and mm -hmm. throwing off she's our balance. She's got a prestige. Yeah, right? I know. She's level like 50 something. And yeah. then everyone else shows up. I still up need like to jump onto another game with you guys. Yes, oh, you absolutely, do. you do. You need to add me to the community, man. Oh, right. I still need to do it that. It was run by you when I sent... An, I sent. I was at I E3 when Janet. I went... <laughs> when you response. sent me that, okay? <laughs> I haven't had time. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, one last thing, too. We also want to mention Patreon, because at the you can yep. support Nuri Show on Patreon. Throw a couple bucks. So you get awesome stuff every every month, every week. Every Plus, month. you if, we, if we're able to release the episode early, you get the episode early. Yep. We also, if you, in the $10 tier, you get a shout-out, too, which our Wicked fan, Allison, has paid into, and she likes to get a shout-out at the beginning of every month, like this one right now. She didn't have to send us any specific messages, but, hey, it's the beginning of the month, so guess what, Allison? What's up? Hi. Hi. <laughs> you, it's Allison and Jessica are sisters. They are sisters. Yes. They are actually... I was like, I don't want to say this wrong. They're sisters. They are actually sisters, twin right? sisters, believe it or not. There's a, there's a picture of us somewhere on Twitter of, the, of twins the twi meeting I, I, twins. I've seen that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Allison... Go borrow your sister's PlayStation and play with us. And <laughs> play Overwatch with us. <laughs> I want to have both of them on there. It'd be fun. That would be fun. I've actually had um, conversations with Jessica about that, and she's like, I've tried, and like, she has like zero interest in it. 
Allison, this is Victoria speaking. <laughs> Get on the game. <laughs> um, it, There's a shout out, Allison. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like I got a little evil there. But <laughs> please play with us. They're that better? <laughs> no. No, I like oh. the meaner version. Okay. <laughs> Allison! <laughs> That should be everything, I believe. And if you guys want to find us anywhere else, you can go ahead and do that. I did buy, uh, by the way, the Steam sale is going on right now. You know, the Steam summer sale. Yeah. So yeah. like all the prices are crazy. Um, I'm actually going to do a little bit of recording myself um, for Wicked Anna Play. I'm not going to stream it, but I will probably put together some small recordings of me playing this game that's a Japan adventure. It's an RPG Made an RPG maker, I believe. And what it is, is you're a team of RPG characters going in Japan, but you're foreigners. And so the game teaches you how to speak survival Japanese and read hiragana uh, by the, ba the random generated battles that you go through, like a classic RPG system, is you fight kanji. And the way you fight them is the only way you can do damage to them is by properly translating them. Wow. That so awesome. so so the only way you can beat this game is by learning survival Japanese and talking to the the actually Japanese people in in Japanese and through the hiragana. See now I can read hiragana symbols but I don't necessarily know what it means. Mm -hmm. So translating and doing the battles is going to be really easy for me playing this game, but actually speaking to the other characters is going to be what I'm going to have to learn. Yeah. So I'm I'm thinking I'm going to do go ahead and do that maybe make some wicked anime play videos of me playing it. Okay. I'm going to say this now. If at least 20 people request it, I will be okay with playing a horror game that you guys make me pick. 20 like, people? I want to, because I don't know how many we have, but I only ever hear from like 10. If I want at least 20 people who are like, do it. You and heard it. If uh, James I guess I'm going to have to create me, some more email accounts. No, that won't count, you <laughs> asshole. That won't count. <laughs> Just like, if, if a good amount of people are like, do it, I will, I will sit through... And you can listen to me freak out. And according to James, my commentary during video games is kind of ridiculous. He wants me. He wants me to just record that half the time because I just sound crazy. Yeah. See, it doesn't take much to scare me. Like Bioshock One scares me. So I, I to keep it simple though. Like the Resident Evil Seven demo is only. I, just, is I like, do is ask only that you slowly long. work me into this and not like. Well, see, that's throw me into something horrifying that'll make me not sleep. Yeah. No, the Resident Evil demo, I, I believe you would be able to handle. Okay. Uh, and, and handle in a sense that nothing dangerous happens in the demo, okay. but it is 100% atmospheric and very freaky. Like, I get very scared very easily. Like, um, James had me play Left 4 Dead once, and the first time I ever played it, uh, I think there was, like, two zombies, and I emptied every weapon I had. <laughs> um, so I, I, I'm, like, I will scream, I will freak out, it's going to be me really terrified, but... If you guys want me to do it, I'll do it. Cool. And I know it'd be entertaining as hell to listen to. <laughs> hell yes. Or watch. So if, if, if I would still like, I feel like I don't know how many fans we have. Like we've met a couple, like we hear from the same like six. Like So I, I'm feeling safe saying 20. <laughs> but like, yeah, just we'll see what happens. So you cool. six listeners out there, uh, Create four more email count, accounts. I swear to God, if I find out that everyone just like made one account, like made multiple well, accounts. Well, just like so that, you know, it's not fair. 
within the first week of releasing a podcast, we have about 130 downloads of the podcast. So as, as, if you silent fans okay. just speak up. <laughs> if you silent Jesus. fans speak nope. up. Nope. <laughs> You will get a YouTube, you will get a YouTube video of Aww. Victoria playing Resident Evil. They gotta 7 speak demo. up though. They gotta speak up. Yeah, they gotta speak up. I want to know that there's more people out there listening to us. Any form of social media, if we can find it, and you speak up that, like if you leave a comment even on SoundCloud or anything, we'll find it. We'll we'll play. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. Cool. It's gonna be me screaming a lot. Just letting you know now. Evan, where can they find you? Okay. Bes- besides Wicked Anime. Uh, yeah. So. For the recent news, reviews, podcast episodes, and videos featuring members of the Boston Bastard Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. If you have any questions, comments, if you're in a band and want to be featured on the show, or if you have any questions for our friend Sawa-sensei for her Nazo Nazo Nyango segment, you can write to us at thebastards at bostonbastardbrigade.com. You can find me on Tumblr at b3crew.tumblr.com, on Twitter at king underscore baby underscore duck, on Anime Amino at King Baby Duck ESH and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Inc. You can like us on Facebook.com slash Boston Bash Brigade and on Facebook.com slash Land of Esh. And also, don't forget about all the other sites under the Land of Esh, including the Electric Sisterhood, Smashed Rook, Phil's Recap and Review, Nerd Crave, and the Structure Network. And for the next five weeks, all from July into August, No Borders, No Race will be celebrating its 10th anniversary. And by celebrating our 10th anniversary, because our very first episode aired on Sam State College Radio on July 11th, 2006. To celebrate this 10th anniversary, we are going to spin the top 100 albums between 2006 and 2015. Oh, man. These are going to be what... Basically built No Borders, No Race, but throughout all these 10 years. And there will be no repeat artists. Unless, of course, there, what? there's going to be a, a band or, or a musician that was in another band. There are going to be no repeat artists on this list. So 100 albums, 100 artists. Wow. Very nice. And there here, will be quite a few that are uh, favorites of... Andrew and Jonathan, one of which most certainly rhymes with Schmeier Schmeier and Schmenzi. <laughs> I love Schmeier Schmeier for Schmenzi. <laughs> is is one of them Dope Stars Inc? Unfortunately, unfortunately, no. But but let me say, <laughs> listen. Let, but let, let me let me tell you Give something about this list. Is that there are going to be some albums on here that didn't make it initially onto like the original top 10 lists of their specific year because I hadn't listened to it at its time. But they're going to be on here just to kind of make up for the fact that they should have been on there. So, you know, you'll you'll see like an artist like NanoRipe, who I just started listening to this year, and they have made some spectacular albums in the last few years. One of their albums is going to be on the top 100 albums list. So, you know, you're going to see some bands that you're going to be like surprised that I have mentioned or have never mentioned before, show be showing up on this list. Very cool. And oh, and I should also point out too that throughout July and into August as well, for articles, I will be counting down the top fifty anime of the last ten years as well. I'm Evan. I trust your judgment. You trust my judgment. 
Yeah, I took a look through the first draft, and there was a lot of good stuff on there. And as long as Fully Cooley's on there, I'm fine. Well, Fully Cooley isn't on there because it wasn't released between 2006 and 2015. Oh, you're right. My bad. But there is then a trigger anime. <laughs> good. There is a trigger <laughs> anime. For some reason, when I think when I think 10th anniversary, I start like year 2000 on. So no, no, because and because I don't want to put anything on there that was released this year because I don't want to spoil what would initially be my top 20 albums of 2016 or top anime of 2016 lists f- come the end of this year. All right, everybody, thank you. This has been a really long episode. <laughs> this is an extremely long episode for some reason. It's, it's whenever we get around to to skip weeks. Yeah. They're the death of us. Anyways, thank you so much for sitting along with us. It's really hot in here. We can turn the AC back on. Uh-huh, uh-huh, <laughs> and, uh huh. Uh huh. And also let the cat out of the, the bedroom. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, he's been meowing. Yeah, I hear him. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Wicked Anime Podcast. And we will see you on the next episode. It's time to sign off the only way we know how. K bye. And uh, that cat. <laughs> that cat. That cat. Get off the table. No, Just push to, him off. Push him off. Today in uh, narrate what Binks is doing currently. <laughs> get off the table. <laughs> so he sits on the table. So yeah. You know what? I'm now. Just gonna, I'm just going to talk right to you, Binks. <laughs> How's it come up Victoria, on the get your familiar out of there. Get familiar. <laughs> <laughs> that works. Yeah, he's lying down now. That's that's fine. That works. <laughs> I'm still allergic to you. So, uh, it w- so Japan's suicide rate was. Here, you talk about that, and I'm gonna go put him in his room. Okay. <laughs> Don't you look at me like that. Meow. Come on, I'll open the window. Meow, 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 meow. Come on, fat ass, let's go. Come on. No, 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 no. Where are you taking me, woman? <laughs> uh, Back to serious stuff. Thanks for listening to the Wicked Anime Podcast, presented by Nerdy Show. If you like what you heard, please rate and review on iTunes, or like and follow us on SoundCloud. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network. And there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com backslash nerdy show. To find out how you or your company can underwrite this and other nerdy show programming, visit nerdyshow.com backslash sponsorships. You can subscribe to the Wicked Anime Podcast via iTunes and SoundCloud. Leave a comment, like, and share, and follow Nerdy Show and Wicked Anime on all your favorite social networks. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and other awesomeness, visit nerdyshow.com. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.